inches. That's not so hot. I guess uh, this guy's gonna die. It's on top it of the is car. It's on top of the car. <laughs> what do you want in a sandwich? Ha! <laughs> I want guff. Welcome to AV Club 69. Shh! No talking, it's about to start. Hello and welcome to another episode of AV Club 69. It's me and the other man, Rob. Yes, that's it, Mark and Rob, your two friends to hold your hand as we frolic down the yellow brick road and straight into that silver screen. I can't wait to smash into it and reveal this ridiculous movie that you've chosen. And yeah, I can't wait, Mark. What? Let's just just dive in. Let's, let's, exactly. Right, get the swimming cap on. Make sure you put the talcum powder in. Don't want to catch your hair. (laughs) Goggles on. And we're getting ready for a dive. Let's do it. Flick that switch. So, opening scene. We open with a shot of the night sky as ethereal music plays. We then cut to a desert scape, and we see, we see our main character, along with their family, their group they're with, and they're searching for something. They're searching for water. And one of them starts to dig around and sticks a straw, basically, into the ground. And success, they found some water. (laughs) And then we pan up to the sky, above and we see something we see something land our group they look on inquisitively at this thing they touch it and bam it sparks into life they look as it carries out these various tasks as as uh, sort of upbeat sort of uh, quirky music begins to play the machine begins to suck up parts of the ground around it and then all of a sudden one by one Our group are sucked into the machine. (gasps) The thing, it then begins to spark and rattle around once more, and smoke starts to bellow out as it launches skyward. Cue the opening credits. Goodness. I'll leave it there for you. What do you think is happening there, sir? Any idea? Well, it sounds like they've been abducted by aliens in some sort of spaceship. My God. I mean, it could very well be. Or, wow. you know, if if you're the US government, it's a Chinese spy balloon. It's always a spy balloon. <laughs> shoot it down. That's right. Uh, shoot it down over Connecticut. I don't know why it's always over Connecticut, but it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, okay, so they were trying to find water. So maybe they're in Nevada in the desert where everything seems to happen there, Area 51 or something. Okay. And then he puts a straw into the ground and he finds water. What are the chances... I know. You must have one of those dowsing rods like the good druids of, of the north. <laughs> so, and then the something comes out of the sky and they touch it. Yeah, they're very inquisitive. They're just, you know, like, oh, what's oh, what's going mm, on here? Maybe they are, they are belong to that ship and they've been sort of taken back or they're, you know, maybe they're disguised as humans or something and they're, mm. they're just beamed up and they're, you know, saved from the... Okay. Horribleness that is the Nevada desert. Well, yeah, it is. It's not great. I mean, it's where Vegas is, right? So, yeah, <laughs> says it all, really. 
yeah. says it all. Okay, well, okay, so I'm going to guess that it's, yeah, it's a spaceship, it sucked them up, and maybe if they are human, then they are they are about to go on to in, in a intergalactic uh trip of some sort so okay i'm gonna right. i'm gonna have to play i'm gonna have to play a custard card here because i have not i i mean yeah that's all i can think of right now so let's play a custard card and see where this goes all righty thicken it up okay let's do it so we'll put down spaceship humans abducted okay so we cut away from our opening credits there and grand orchestral music sweeps across our our ears as we follow a helicopter sweeping over the landscape. It lands and some men get out and they start to head towards a large warehouse. Area 51. <laughs> we quickly cut away to a room with a group of people watching some, let's say, technicians from behind a panel of glass. Right. So. Uh, so you're thinking Area 51, is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, it's a government, shady government thing. So we're in the desert, Area 51, this all sounds like it fits together. So okay. technicians, okay. are they... They must, maybe they've captured one of these spacecraft and they're working on it or something. Okay, alrighty, alright. So they're working on a space... They're reverse engineering, maybe. Is that what, that's what you're thinking? Let me put yes. ideas into your head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, studying it and yeah. seeing... Yeah, just seeing if they can use it, some uh, the old levitating ships or whatever they have. Okay, okay. Alrighty, so, well, um, at this stage, would you like a bit more information? Would you want to go completely left field and play one of your other cards? Um, you no, know, I'll go for another custard gun. Let's get a bit more, let's get more, uh, more plot here. And then, then maybe right. I can throw in a crazy card. Okay, alright, some more plot. Okay, so... We continue uh, with our technicians inspecting uh, said, said, well, you know, whatever you just said, really, whatever you think in your mind's eye there. Okay. Um, and so we get a man in uniform. He walks into the room and he greets another man in a white coat. Cue Professor Kleinman. <laughs> he introduces the man in the white coat to Agent Wicket and Midford. I mean, not, not my first choice for uh, agent <laughs> names, but sure, whatever. The technician uh, continues to carry out their work, and the device they're working on begins to spark, Rob. Oh, my God. And then there's a load of commotion, music and tension builds, and there's an explosion as one of the panels starts to come off. And um, I've got a I've got a little bit of uh, I've got a little bit of information here, if you'd like. Uh, yes. A little bit of dialogue. Okay, go on then. Technician 1, he says, opening the sample chamber, pressure system in second mode. Technician 2, eighth procedure complete, going into program 9. I mean, that's that's very linear. Technician 1, and then this is, this is when we get the sparking. He's like, what happened? Seal it back up. Professor Kleiman, what happened? I mean, it's very dramatic. Technician 2, I don't know. I undid the panel and it blew. Professor Kleiman, come on, you guys, shut it back. Technician 1, look out! There's something in there. Technician 2, what the hell? Technician 1, don't move, don't move, Larry, back off! Wow. And uh, and that's what happens there, my friend. Oh my god, there. so there's something in there. There's got to be an alien in there, it's got to be. Mm. And, okay, so, so back, maybe he gets sucked in there as well, and he's, uh, it's goodbye, Larry. Goodbye, goodbye, Larry. <laughs> 
Potentially, he might get sucked up. Right, okay. Are you thinking that this device has something to do with the start there? I mean, do you think they're one and the same, or is this some sort of conspiracy happening? Maybe they're just another one that is, you know, part of this one that crash-landed. They found it, they realised there's a being in there, and the other ones came to find it, and they sucked up some humans because they're like, who are you? Mm. And then... um, Obviously, those agents' names, maybe they're just forgettable names so that you... That's the that's kind of clever because you, I've already forgotten their names already. Is it Whitaker or something? <laughs> it's very clever. It was Midford and and Wicks. I oh, believe, there you go. See? Wick. Completely yeah. forgotten them. They just fade into the background. So, uh, And, you know, they, they tried to see if they could open it and they overloaded the system. They kicked it back into life and it's gone, whoa! And, yeah... So I reckon Larry's a goner. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, Larry, we'll see what happens to Larry. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna play a card here. I'm just gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, well, actually, let's 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 put a rod and reel card in. See if I can. Uh, okay. All right. So what what so far would you like to remove from your well, guesses, or is what it, would you like? It, to I want to find out. Is it an alien ship? It's not an alien ship, no. Oh, okay. Well, that's that's completely... That's not helpful, ain't it, Mark? That's not helpful <laughs> at all. <laughs> it's not. I mean, yeah, it's not an alien ship. That's right. all I can... Uh, okay. that's, that's... All right, then. Well, all my other guesses have gone out the window anyway, so let's just stick in the plot a bit more custard card and let's move this along. Okay, so we have this explosion and these sparks going. Larry, he could be gone, actually. We don't really hear much from him after that, so let's just assume that you know we'll, we'll have flowers sent to his wife um so <laughs> so then th- these these things do come out of the the thing the device the 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 thing they're looking at these things that come out they basically look like they're drunk slash high all the time right you weren't far off from what you were saying earlier i, I you know so I don't, i'll leave it at that i guess <laughs> okay. and so these things these beings i guess they walk up and they walk out of the government building that you so correctly... I mean, you were correct on that one. We're in a government lab, essentially. Right. And then they try to, they try to you know, get out of the compound. And they are met by a load of confused lab technicians looking on. And they get obstructed from their escape plan, let's say, by a shutter door. But then what do you think they do to the shutter door? How do you think they get out through the shutter door? Ooh. So they have like a special like laser or something and they they just blow it apart and or or, or they just are they are they are these things big or are they small? They are there's a mixture of sizes, Rob. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> some wow. of them are big and some of them are small. Oh, that's helpful. Okay, so they're kind of like they're just beings of some sort okay so do they just walk straight through it or 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 steal a car or something they don't steal a car that's incorrect but you were pretty much close on them blowing it open right they do blow it open but how do you think they blow it open it's not with a laser gun bazooka it's (laughs) it's it's not a bazooka unfortunately they haven't figured that out yet that that's the main method for uh you know, getting rid of shutter doors. <laughs> so they just press the... Oh, so they blow it open. So they do have a, some sort of um, uh, some sort of blaster of some sort, do they? Yes, but is it something that they have or is it something they are? <laughs> they are the bazooka. What? No, they're, they're Transformers? <laughs> what? 
<laughs> no, they're not Transformers. <laughs> uh, oh. They made slightly of a machine and they can shoot from their hands. Well, Rob, look, I'm going to give that to you. I'm going to say that they can shoot from their hands. They are, they have the power to just sort of discharge large amounts of electricity through their hands. Oh, wicked. For no reason. You know, it's just part of them, I guess. Oh, okay, right. They have powers of some sort. Yes. So, uh, you're correct. So they're able to blast this open with their hand power. And then we sort of see... Uh, these two other doors, they sort of make their way through that, and then we kind of cut to panicked personnel around the area, and we have two doors that open, and they they retract back as we see our beings in silhouette, and then we see, what do you think we see next? Ooh, in silhouette. So, yes. what, they've got, they're outside, and they must yes, steal a vehicle they're... at this point. They don't steal a vehicle, unfortunately. Oh God! Uh, so they, they said they're, they're, you can see their silhouette. Do they do they turn into something? Are they able to sort of morph into something, or, or, or into like to look like somebody else? Mm, they don't morph into something else. Somebody else. They're, or somebody else. No, sorry, they don't morph. They're not the Power Rangers, Rob. They don't morph <laughs> into anything. Oh. No, they don't change their appearance. Uh, oh. They are very. Unashamedly. What am I trying to say? Unashamedly. Unashamedly. Yes, themselves. Thank you, Rob. We'll we'll just um we'll just yeah, we'll cut your voice over my voice and it'll sound as natural as anything. So they won't notice. They won't notice. Uh it's So I remember when I said there's ones of different sizes. Oh, is one gonna Oh, I see. So they're they still in the they're still within the compound, right? Well, they're in the compound, but the sort of they're out through the final stage now. The big right. sort of uh, hangar doors are open as personnel are running around frantically, and we see the group lit in silhouette. But then, you know, there's ones of different sizes, so maybe one of them, you know, I don't know, tries tries something. Oh, did it? Tries to, you know, yeah. <laughs> Whoa! Hang on a minute. You, t- you just this is teasing me here with the information. Uh, so the different sizes. So one is trying to like they sneak off and try and they try and call like they manage to sort of sneak off unnoticed. Um, and do they set off some sort of alarm or something or? They well the the alarms are sounding, but you are correct that the little the one of them does sneak off. And yes, so that's correct. One okay. of them manages to to sneak out of this situation. Oh, so they get out and they escape, but the others get captured. Maybe. Maybe they do. Okay, so this is where it's going to be a rescue mission to get them out of there, and the other one's going to find a... It's going to be a Black Ops. <laughs> and they're going to find a human, a human companion to help them escape. Okay. So that's my guess. That's my next... My next guess. Where do you find this companion, I wonder? I'm assuming that... That they escape from there and end up in suburbs somewhere, and they end up some sort of like some sort of maybe a kid. Uh, I'm okay. assuming it's going to be a kid. So, because obviously, as yeah, obviously people remember we're doing '80s kids movies at the moment. So let's do a flip the script, Mark. Let's get some dialogue from some point in this movie, and I, I, I yeah, I need some information. Alrighty. So we got Michael, and Courtney, and Eric, and Debbie. It's a whole shebang. So we've got Michael. What do you think? Courtney, I think we should call your mom. Michael, 
Look, she's not going to understand. She's just going to tell us to turn him in. Courtney, (laughs) maybe that's what we should do. Eric, no, we have to help him. (laughs) 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 What? And then Courtney, what if they have good reason to want him, Eric? What if he's dangerous? What if he's got a disease or something? Eric, he doesn't have any diseases. (laughs) Debbie, I know no one's interested in what I have to say, but... I think he's communicating with someone. So there you go. Uh, yes, okay. So I, I got it right then. <laughs> I got it right. He's he... No, Rob, you didn't. These people are all old geriatrics in an old folks' home. You got it completely wrong. <laughs> They're basically the same thing, though, aren't they? It's just people who, you know, confused True. a lot and, you know, probably, you know... Can't do anything on their own. No, exactly. Need the toilet a lot. So, um, yeah. Uh, That's correct, sir. So, this this being, the little one, is obviously a kid version of the creatures that have escaped there. And he somehow ends up in the suburbs into someone's house. And one of the, they're all, those kids there, one of them finds him. And, okay. um and that they, they it's, it sounds very familiar to E.T., doesn't it? It does. But it's not E.T., I mean, well, you look, this is your movie, Rob. You're making this up in your mind, you know. You're going off on a tangent here. Who knows? You could be completely wrong. I could so. be. I could be. Right. So I think he's ended in the suburbs and he, uh, yeah, befriends or gets found by, well, one of those kids. And mm-hmm. hilarious hijinks happens from here on ah, out. <laughs> hilarious. Okay. Let's, let's just play some custard card and let's go from when that little little munchkin escapes and see where see where we end up. Alrighty, okay, so let's let's thicken it up a bit. Okay, so the little one makes a run for it, and then we get aerial shots from the point of view of a helicopter, and we see what is clearly, in the special effects terms and setting of this movie, it's clearly a kid in a rubber suit sprinting across the ground. <laughs> and, <laughs> but by God, they tried. Even though this place, you know, it's armed to the teeth, he manages to escape but not before grabbing an electric fence. So, you know, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to end well. <laughs> what do you think happens once he grabs this electric fence? Well, he they've got power, so maybe he's like, but he actually... <laughs> the electric... That's what I think he sounds like. Ugh. And his electric... Okay. Um, maybe he just, like, he actually enjoys it because he's, like, partly electrified. Uh, or he sends all the, ex- the fence explodes because he then... You know, he's electric as well. Ah, he is. He is electric. Well, you're pretty much right there. It doesn't really have too much of an effect other than, yes, it seems to kind of supercharge him. He's he's, <laughs> he's holding onto this fence and he's basically turned into like a giant noodle of spaghetti because for some reason, again, the uh, the props department <laughs> for this <laughs> for these effects are hilarious. He's basically stretched out like a string of spaghetti going. You pretty much got it right, Rob. He's like... <laughs> And then he sort of like pings off through this this sort of burst of energy and gets launched across the road into traffic, <laughs> and then he ends up basically stretched across the car, uh, the sort of windscreen of one of these cars, oh my God. where he lays flat as a pancake, <laughs> and essentially it basically looks like a giant version of one of those. Do you know those like kids' toys where they were kind of like the little um, men and there were those, you know, remember those sort of toys where you could flick them at a wall and they're just stick? Oh, yeah. You know, those kinds of things. Essentially looks like a child-sized version of one of those. <laughs> as two, as we get a, a POV shot of the horrified mother and child in the car screaming 
as two massive googly eyes spin around. <laughs> looking directly at them. But then uh, there's a big old there's a big old commotion there. A couple of cars swerve and crash. But then we we pan away. What do you think happens next? Um, we pan away um, to a house, maybe, and oh, we, we haven't we haven't gone too far from the scene. Oh, I but we're see. Sort of, oh, so maybe what, there's a what? searchlight still, and it's still far and far. So we're still scuttling across the the road, trying to escape from his uh. From his captors, mm, potentially. Okay, so you think he's 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 now a fugitive? He's on yeah, the yeah, absolutely. He's at large. <laughs> yeah, at large, <laughs> or or not so large. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Maybe it's just ironic. He's he's at large. He's come on. He's height conscious. Stop saying that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I mean, it's the eighties, so you know they don't really care about that's true. Things. There's no, yeah, they don't care about feelings at all. Then did they? No, definitely not. So we're kind of still near the scene okay. as we as the camera pans away and we see what do we see uh what do we see rob any idea what we might see uh okay pans away yeah there's all this commotion going on there's a search what normally happens when oh so it's know, a roadblock that's correct ding ding there yes. is a roadblock right and i thought well did he dress up as a policeman and uh, and they saw, they did that sidestep? <laughs> yeah, dresses up as an old lady. <laughs> yeah, like in ET. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh yeah. my god. Uh, this is not ET, by the way. Just so you know, it's not ET. <laughs> I'm gonna. Well, is he is he gonna jump in the front of front basket of a bike and make it fly across the moon? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's gonna just fold himself flat uh, like a pancake again and just sort of get away with looking like a basket full of craps. <laughs> yeah, just sort of just slides under the door every time. That slippery yeah. bastard. My God. Um, but, yeah, so we're at a roadblock. You are correct there. Uh, any other things you would like to play in this time? Any other thoughts, feelings? Like you you sort of were talking about how they might come across, uh, you know, another another person, a, a, another comrade or something you were saying earlier. Yeah. About how yeah. are they going to get to these yeah. imaginary suburbs? Rob? <laughs> That's a good point. Does he get on the bus or something? He doesn't get on a bus, but he does get on a vehicle bigger than a car. Bigger than a car. Bigger than a bigger than a hatchback. <laughs> Is it? Well, we're we talking like a like an A-team kind of van, you know, like a van of some sort. It is a van. That is correct. A postal van. No, no, it's just a van. Oh. It's just a. Uh, it's something that you do. You might use recreationally to be in the outdoors. Four by four. It's a camper van, Rob. It's oh, a bloody camper van. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> no, that's he's, all right. He's sleeping with the hippies. Yeah, pretty much. But it's not just any camper van, Rob. It's a Volkswagen uh, camper van. Oh, so classic. Just, I give you that as a little hint because there's a lot of product placement. I see. Okay. It is the right. 80s. Right. So, yeah. So, anyway, so you're right. He, he comes across a van. He comes across a Volkswagen camper van. And then... He meets, he meets some people. He meets some people that you know you might have heard from already. Oh right, but yeah, are they in this van? Some of these people are in this van. Yes. Well, let's let's play a um a MacGuffin magnet card with um with let's say one of these characters. Then I don't know who they are. Was it one? One of them? okay. Um. Well, 
so I will reveal these characters then in, in okay. order for you. So we've got so we've got Eric, we've got Michael, who's his brother, and then we've got the mom. I don't think she had a name. She's just mom. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got Debbie, okay. and uh, and we've got Courtney as well. So okay, so it was uh, Mike. Did you say Mike? Michael, yeah. Yeah, let's go for him. Okay, Michael's Michael's motivations. Okay, so Michael, you know, he's he's in a new place. You know, they're all kind of in a new place. Oh, I see. He doesn't fit in. I will say one thing. It's it's kind of hard to draw out their motivations, Rob, in this movie because they don't really get a lot of development. <laughs> what I can <laughs> right, say about yeah. Michael is, yes, he's in a new place. He's, you know, out to meet some new people, maybe a lady. His motivation is probably to get with Courtney, I would say. Right. About, okay. So that's about as deep as he goes. So what is the other the, the other kid the brother of the brothers called? Uh, Eric is his brother. So yes. so he's so Michael's the older one of the two. There, I'm assuming. Well, that's correct, sir. Right. Okay. So Eric is the young man. So I'm going to guess then, going on my fact, it's not E.T. I'm going to go with the fact that the the, the creature or whatever he is yeah is going to end up with uh befriending eric am i correct you are correct sir yes. he does befriend eric i thought you were going to say um the creature he ends up getting with courtney <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's impressed by the fact he can be as flat as a pancake she likes to walk all over him yeah exactly i mean he's basically got um you know mr fantastic powers isn't he so <laughs> yeah they call me Mr. Pancake, and his catchphrase is, oh, crepe. <laughs> touché, touché. <laughs> I mean, you have single-handedly been able to write better dialogue in that one line than this whole film. <laughs> Unfortunately, I, you know, I, it's sad to say it, but I don't really have loads of flip the script because there just isn't anything that is even <laughs> worth, you know, it's not even hilariously bad. It's oh, just right. all very... Kind of a bit mundane, really. Oh, I see. Oh, God. Okay. So I know. It's great. I, I've literally used it all already. If I, oh, my God. <laughs> wow. Okay. Oh, I, have, I, I have, I think, uh, maybe like one one or two bits. But, oh, okay. yeah, it's, um, I just mean, in terms of hilarity and information, there's, uh, it's it's slim pickings. <laughs> it's slim pickings. It's as slim as a crepe. Uh, uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're getting a lot of mileage out of this crepe. <laughs> yeah, we are. Uh, okay, so right, a lot of surface. So area. he's on, is he on top of the van at this point? Well, much like a land shark, he is not <laughs> on top of the van. He's not on top of the van. No, he he manages to get in the van. He manages to hop in through the window. Oh, I see. So he's oh, so they is he like in the back and he's hiding. He's hiding in that van. They don't know he's in there yet. Yes, that is correct, sir. Right, so that so I'm going to guess then they're going to end up at the at their house, mm-hmm. and yeah, they're going to end up in the house, and they're gonna. It's going to be one of those things. I oh, I mean, I know it's not ET, but I could feel like I can use a lot of the same uh, things where <laughs> he's in a cupboard and they throw something out and he's like, Arr! and then. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and they're like, oh, what's that? And he's like, and he's like, nothing. And then they they yeah, and they think I get a lot of static static shocks in this place. What's going on? Dodgy wiring, <laughs> potentially. No, okay, that's a good guess. Okay, so he's gonna so he's gonna sort of be hiding in a closet. Potentially is how he's gonna sort of re- he's, mm. he's gonna come out the closet as it were, yeah, and reveal himself. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, I'm different, Mom. I'm different from everybody else. You're like, yeah, oh, that's we, exactly right. You no, know, you're the same. Give me some Reese's pieces. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh, I bet this one is couldn't you know they wouldn't be as good to have Reese's Pieces they'd be like you know something shitty like Hershey's Chocolate or something or or or, or, or I don't know I'm sorry if anyone likes Hershey's Chocolate but it's terrible <laughs> it's terrible it, well yeah actually I agree it, it's not great I don't really understand the uh, the fascination around the Hershey's Kiss I thing. just yeah. I just don't know I don't think Americans have been allowed to sample decent chocolate so they only know mm. that you know, but anyway, exactly. that's a that's a whole different thing. Hershey's shit. So no. let's move on. We're not going to get sponsored by Hershey's anytime soon. We're not. Soon. I was about to say. <laughs> I was about to say we're not. Yeah. So okay. Well, don't worry because they didn't even sponsor this film. You know, that's how bad it was. So. <laughs> okay, cool. So anyway, yeah. So you're right. So he gets into the van, and you. So your guess is that he's going to sort of like, you know, uh, become a stowaway and then end up in this with this 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 group. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's right. And they're gonna they're gonna stumble across him. And they're going to be like, whoa, what are we going to do? And that's where they're like, you know, saying earlier that people are going to try and uh, they're going to, the people are going to be after him and what are we going to do kind of thing. And they're like, we've got to help him or something. Mm-hmm. So, okay. All righty, sir. Well, uh, well, yes. Would you like to keep thickening up this, uh, this narrative? Yep. Let's do it. Another custard card, sir. Let's do this. Let's drown in custard. Glug, 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 glug. glug. That's right. It's just sopping wet. <laughs> so, so yes. Yeah, so we jump into the van that was in the roadblock, um, and we get one of the guys. He's looking through the van with his flashlight, and you know it's getting a bit tense. But you know, does he ask them to open up at the back? No, he doesn't. He just sort of waves them through. I mean, that was easy. He wasn't really doing his job very well. Uh, so, um, but then we cut to our character. He's now sleeping in the back of the van, unbeknownst to the other occupants, as somber music plays. And then we cut to, what do you think we cut to? We cut to a brief scene. What do you think we might cut to? Is it back at the the uh, facility and they're freaking out or something? Mm, it's not at the facility, no. He's thinking of people that might be close to him, is all I'll say. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. So, like... Uh, they cut back to his, I guess they're his family, um, right. and they're all locked up or something. Okay, so we do cut to his family, but it's a little different than that. It's incorrect. They're oh. not locked up, Rob. They're not locked well, up. Are they like telepathically speaking or something? Um, no, it's more of just like a little, I guess he's sort of dreaming and having a bit of a, oh. you know, he's. it's kind of we're just sort of seeing that he is now, you know, he's had a big day, mate. He's had, there's a lot going on. Um, but I think we're just sort of cutting away to his family for a bit of context. So I'll, I'll let you in on what happens. We cut away to a scene of his family trying to make it across the shrublands of California in some kind of Mad Max wasteland as this somber music plays over top and wind is gushing and bellowing and they're sort of waving and skulking across the horizon whilst hanging on to like a, a, a tattered sheet as if they're like refugees. And then we just cut away from that. We just sort of leave them somewhere in the shrublands. What? And then we cut back to the family in the van. The other family, the other people, Eric and Mom and Michael are in that van, Rob. And they're cruising down the highway and they're pulling up to their their new... I mean, what do you think it is? Um, um, a, their new, new house? 
That's right. It's their new house. They're moving house, Rob. Oh, They've just moved to California. So oh, I see. Yeah. From to the big city from uh, from Connecticut. They from Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I don't think it's really said, but it's probably Chicago. So, <laughs> yeah, Chicago. Know. Yeah, it's probably Chicago. Yeah. So they pull up to this new house, and then Michael he is helping Eric get some stuff out the van. When they see, who do they see across the road? Ooh. See someone across the road. Who might it be? Oh my god! Um, well, they don't. Well, it's not. It's not the creature, is it? It's who do they see? It's not the creature, is it, mate. No, is it someone in a? It's like a lab coat or someone looking dodgy? No, no one. Well, not looking dodgy. No, just a bit weird, but not dodgy. But you know, they've moved into the new neighbourhood. And oh, so it's the, it's the it's neighbours across the road, like being all nosy. That's rad. It is neighbours, but they're not being nosy. It's um, it's one of the characters that we met earlier briefly. It's it's a girl. She's oh. sitting across the road outside a small teepee for some strange reason. <laughs> okay. Michael okay. greets her and um, she tells him to shh. She's communing with the earth spirits. Oh, right. So is she Native American? She's not. No, this is just 1980s cultural appropriation. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> so, I yeah. see. She's being Pocahontas now. She's at... Pretty much. Right, okay. But yeah, Michael, he just shrugs this off and he says to Eric, uh, he says to Eric, he's like, welcome to California, I guess. <laughs> you know, those wacky Californians. We get some fast-paced orchestric music, music uh, begins to play. And what do you think happens there? What do you think that might be, you know, signifying? Hmm... Vans pulled up. They're moving stuff out. Oh, that means you know. that means the creature's scuttling out of the van and, and hiding into the house. That's correct, sir. Our little creature runs into the house, has a look around frantically. That's where the music kind of comes in. But then, the girl from across the road, she sees something and she just that's how she gets comes over and 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 you know asks if she's got a day. Like, can I see your dog? Can I pet that dog or something? <laughs> yeah. Well, not not far off. Yeah. So yeah, she she looks on in shock. That's pretty much correct. Yeah. And then she does make reference later. Um, and so the the pace picks up as our creature frantically looks around for somewhere to hide. And then the moving guys they're carrying in lots of different furniture. They're carrying in a sofa. And then what what do you think happens there? Oh, so he's trying. He's underneath their feet. Do they not like break something because they obviously trip over something and they they don't know what it is. They don't break anything, but we sort of get, I don't know really, it kind of falls into the place with the same thing we sort of saw earlier with the pancake with the crepe on the oh, car. Oh, I see. So he <laughs> he manages to, he, he goes, oh, crepe, and then <laughs> yeah, <laughs> slides and under the, away. Yeah, it slides under the door and hides in a, in a closet. I'll give you the first bit there. He does hide behind a door. He doesn't quite get into the closet because oh. what happens is the moving guys actors accidentally swing the door open and bop him in the head. <laughs> Hilarious. And he's all just dazed and confused. Oh, I see. What, so he's what, like what? splat. And he's uh, uh, And yeah, I don't know why I keep That's sounding right. like that, but like it, not like E.T. It's not E.T. <laughs> it's not E.T. You will be sued. We will be sued. <laughs> Unlike, you know, but these guys probably were. Who knows? So is there any other things you might like to find out from here? I think we'll go for a bit of hook, line, sinker. Let's reveal this tagline. All right, let's go for it. Cast our minds as we cast our lines back in time. Now, there's two here. We could probably go for both because they're a little bit of a play 
little play on the on the same thing, I guess. Um, okay. Or would you? Or do you just want one? No, now, this, one later on. hit me with both of them. Come on. All right. Okay. So our first one is out of this world and into your heart. Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and so the other one is Eric's new in the neighborhood. Max new on the planet. Oh, Mac. Mac. Nate, the old Big Mac, he's in town. <laughs> that's right, Mac Daddy. Return of the Mac. I mean, that's that's where this song that quite came oh from. Oh, my God. You see, the Ghostbusters have their own song. Uh, yeah. E.T. has uh, John Williams. And yeah, they does. have M's. No, who did? No, I'm not sure. Who did do that? Return so. of the Mac by. Oh, no. I've forgotten. <laughs> Oh dear. Okay. Wow. Well, that reveals his name. So, okay. Mac is the yeah. Mac. Mac. I, I'm going to give you a clue now. It's an acronym for something, and I'll leave you to figure it out. Okay. Until later. Oh, something creature. You ponder um, on that, my friend. Okay. Uh, okay. Would you like to just continue to thicken things up with a bit more information? Well, well. So we're in the house. He's in the. He's in that room. So I'm a ship. So I'm assuming that um, the, this Eric's going to find Mac very soon. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So let's but go he, there. Yes. Let's let's go there. Let's 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 get this meat because um, obviously they Eric's going to find a friend in Mac, isn't he? So they're gonna they're gonna bond because they're both outcasts and not used to being in this place. It's all new for them. My God, Rob, you, you're writing your own emotional story here. You're putting. You know, I mean, <laughs> let's see where we end up, shall we? <laughs> um, so, yes, so we are uh, moved into the house. And, and you're right, really, Rob. You're right to basically say, let's just get to the the um, the kind of meat of it because we don't really get a lot in the next little bit, really. It's, it, we do get just this long kind of sequence of them slowly moving in. You know, there's just a lot of moving boxes. There's a lot of just setting up rooms. Like, it really is a bit mundane, to be fair. Um, and we do have our creature. We do have Mac. He is there, and he's sort of skulking around in the background. But it's through these kind of little scenes here or there, right? So we see him, but they don't kind of thing. It's a right, of okay. That kind of thing. There's, there's a scene where Michael goes to put on his cool new sunglasses, and he sort of looks in the doorway, and he sees Mac, and he's like, whoa, and then <laughs> takes his sunglasses off, and of course, he's gone. Oh. And then he puts them back on again, and like, whoa, <laughs> he's back again. So, yeah, we get a lot of that, really. The only real thing we kind of find out, really, is the dad is either dead or he left them, because Eric just sort of looks longingly at an old family photo, and this man is no nowhere to be seen. So we definitely got that single mom trope again with the, you know, trying to hold it all together as well. Classic 80s again, isn't it? It is. It is, mate. It is. The broken family, you know. Um, goodbye. Goodbye 1950s nuclear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We now sort of show that Mac has those electric powers that you, you discovered earlier. Um, and so this kind of happens through a series of different things going on. We've got Eric. He's, you know, setting up his room and he's putting the TV on. And he realizes that he's just, you know, I've just unplugged the TV. Why is it still on? And it's just, you know, Mac, he's kind of messing around, uh, touching the cord, I guess, or, you know, using his electric powers to keep it going. And of course, you know, Eric tries to bring this to his mum's attention. But what, what do you think my old mom makes of it? Oh, she thinks he's just trying to prank her and he, she doesn't she doesn't believe him. He's just being a stupid little boy. That's exactly right, Rob. 
conveniently, you know, when he wants to show her something, you know, it's kind of, you know, whisked away. Oh, yes. We get Mac, though. He's skulking around the house and he leaves... He leaves the house, uh, but he's walked through something. You know, he's walked through something, which then... Oh, he's left footprints. That's exactly right, Rob. He's <laughs> left footprints. And then Eric, he heads outside to the garden following these. Um, and then we meet... We meet... We meet some young ladies, Rob, hanging from a balcony over that, from the house over yonder. Can you remember who these people are? Oh, uh... Oh, God. Um... <laughs> Oh, I've forgotten their names. Um, it's it, it's, okay. uh, it's detec- Detective Hinkley, or whatever his name was. <laughs> Detec- Detective Midford. Yeah, that's it, yeah. <laughs> no, it's Debbie and Courtney. That's it, sorry. Debbie's the uh, the girl that they saw across the road, the one who's playing Native American, essentially. essentially. And to go with what you said earlier, Rob, you were kind of correct. Instead, she doesn't say a dog. She thinks that it's Eric's brother, is the creature that she's seen. <laughs> right. He goes outside following this and, you know, he sort of plays along and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 that was that was my brother. In this scene then, he follows those outside. We're really just setting up our introduction to Debbie and Courtney, her older sister. So... Oh, I see. And Eric tries to tell his brother, you know, he tries to say there's something weird going on around here, but Michael, you know, he calls bullshit on Eric. Yeah, he's an annoying little brother and he's like, oh, God, shut up. I've got more yeah. important things to do, like chasing tail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so, you know, he, he swears he's not lying. Yeah, no one's going to believe that snotty little kid, are they? Probably. I bet he's cried wolf loads of times, and now it's biting him in the ass. <laughs> it's aggressive. <laughs> in the ass. My God. So, yeah, so where do you think, then, we might go from here? So is, is Mac hiding in the shed or something? He is, yes, he is actually. He's out in the garden. I was going to say it's not. You don't explicitly see the shed, but he's kind of out in the garden. So I'll right. just give you that. Okay. All right. Cool. So he's, he's out, out in there, this garden. Yeah. And he's following the footsteps. But I'm assuming because Eric gets ruffled by the two girls, um, mm-hmm. then he sort of like has to go back inside or something because no one believe him. And Max still, still hasn't been seen yet. No, that's exactly right. So okay. So. Do they all like they all sort of have dinner and stuff like that, and then they end up going to to bed, and then during the during the night, they hear no Eric still hears these noises, and this is where he bumps into Mac. Or possibly, okay, all right, um, potentially he might bump into him now. Well, you're right though. We do go to night time. We do cut to night, and we basically see Mac sleeping out on the grass oh. as mystical music plays. A dog starts barking. What do you think this causes Mac to do? You know, he's, it's it's night time, it's dark, it's, you know, what is this thing that's barking? You know? Oh, I see. So he goes up to him and, and, and puts his hand on the dog and makes him... And electrocutes him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he fries him and eats him. No, unfortunately <laughs> that is incorrect. Does but, he, you know, what... Does, does he sort of communicate with the dog and just shut the dog up? He doesn't communicate with the dog. He makes a run for it, beelines to the house because he's oh, scared. I see. But then he sees Eric and his mum through the window, and he sees the sees them having this, you know, touching uh, mother uh, son moment, and oh. mystical somber music begins to play. It makes him. It makes him uh, miss his family. That is correct. We cue 
Mac and his massive googly eyes and his weird <laughs> little shaped head. And he's, he brings his hands up to the sky, Rob. He, he brings his hands into a certain, you know, way. And he's making a strange... What do you think he's doing? Making some sort of strange... Hmm. He's... Put his middle fingers up, and that's his like. <laughs> they, it looks really bad, but in, in his fuck you, Earth. Yeah, in his <laughs> culture, it means I love you. <laughs> well, you're not far off. He doesn't put his middle finger up, but he he puts his hands up in this sort of I don't know really. Like he's basically cupping. Is he does the YMCA? Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of like the Y and YMCA. Basically, that. <laughs> yes, you're correct. That's exactly right. <laughs> And so he puts his hands up and then he, he makes like a whistling sound. Bloody hell, it's the Hunger Games. Yeah, yeah, that's it. May the odds forever be in your favour. <laughs> but essentially, he makes this Hunger Games style salute and whistles out a sombre, ethereal music. And a whale to play. turns up. It's like, sorry, mate. A, a sky I got, whale. I got, yeah, I got confused. I thought, did you want me? Uh, no. Oh, yeah. okay. Right. <laughs> Waste of time. <laughs> Pretty much. No, but then oh, we cut great. to... Who do you think we might cut to in this short little scene? Oh, uh, it's got to be his family, right? Ding, ding. That's correct. It's his family. They're still wandering the desert, the sun now setting, as they sort of waddle drunkenly towards the horizon, because these they sort of walk in these very crazy gestures. It's it's very hard to explain, but we'll have to put photos up uh, online. Okay. Because <laughs> uh, it's just, yeah, it's weird. Um, as they sort of drunkenly, yeah, waddle towards the horizon, when, what do, what do they hear of? Helicopters? They don't hear helicopters. They hear something that you have just you would have just heard if you were watching this film just moments before. So, nothing. That's the sound of the box office for this film, Rob. <laughs> no, so no. Uh, so we had Mac. He did the gesture, and he was what was he doing? He was oh. he was Hunger Gamesing. He was. Oh, he was. Yeah, he was whistling. <laughs> he was whistling. Oh, he hears a whistle back. That's right. Essentially, they're both they're just massive organic antennas. And so, yeah, he the, the family member is look looks back and they've like we we hear you, Mac. We're coming for you. <laughs> but they don't say this. They said it to me telepathically, I swear. <laughs> right. Um and so they turn around and repeat this gesture. So maybe so he's maybe that's the people that got picked up earlier. Yes, yeah, yeah, yes, yes. So that is that is the same people, and yeah, that's correct. Oh, that oh, I see. So that's the same people that we. Oh, okay, it's very confusing. It, so, <laughs> <laughs> it is very confusing. Or will right. be revealed, my friend. <laughs> I don't know. I'm very confused. It's okay, Rob. It's okay. So we've got Mac and his people, and they. He was able to escape, and. Even though they were at the compound for some bizarre reason, again, armed to the teeth, in the distraction of him leaving, his his fellow family members were able to also escape. But, oh. you know, they took a wrong turn. They've just been wandering around in this oh. desert for 40 days and 40 nights, it seems. <laughs> and see. luckily, old Mac, he's put out a beeper, you see. He, he raised right. his hands up and he, he put out a little tune and um, they've picked it up like that, you know, because there was no right. mobile phones really back then. So there was no, nothing blocking the signal, you see. And his family members have heard him do his weird little uh, Hunger Games whistle salute thing. Right. And so they're like, we're coming for you, Mac Daddy. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. Okay. Right. So 
I, right, thank you for clearing that up. <laughs> that's, okay. that's not what I was thinking at all. Okay, I didn't realise they'd escaped as well. I thought it was only just him. Okay. Oh, right. well, now you know. I mean, that's that's the nature of uh, yeah of of this this craziness, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so he's he's communicating vast distances through whistling. Yeah, you know that old uh, you know tried and tested method. So right, okay, right. Well, now uh, thank you for. <laughs> I honestly didn't know what was going on. So let's put let's let's custard it up. There's some um, there's a thicken it up here, and let's move this along. So we've seen we've seen there he's seen that yeah he's missing his family. So I take it we cut into the next day or something, do we? That is exactly correct, Rob. We cut to the next day when Eric is awoke by one of his toy uh, RC cars moving on its own. Who Whoa. could be doing that? I wonder. Um, it almost beckons him. Uh, to follow it down the hallway we get to the living room and we find the living room has been turned into some sort of nature reserve by Mac I guess Ooh, there's just plants and debris everywhere <laughs> like this lovely new house they've moved into and then a massive drill comes through the wall for some bizarre reason because you know, they've got power tools laying around and then a circular saw comes through cutting in a triangle hatch out of the door and reveals Mac, it's Mac. Oh my Mac. God! Mum and Michael, they are they are pissed. They see all this, uh, and obviously, you know, there's no Mac. He's no longer to be seen. And Eric tells them oh, that, that no. it was the creature. You know, it was it was that thing. And of course, you know, they're too enraged at what's happened. And you know, Eric, he heads outside. You know, he's just like, what is going on? You know, what what did he just see? What is happening? as light-hearted music begins to play. And I should tell you now, Rob, that they have a very large garden that sort of just opens out um, into the wild, basically. And they sort of back onto a bit of a, I guess, a bit of a hill. And, you know, Eric, he's out there as, these, as this wistful music starts to play. And then he gets a little too close to the edge of the garden, Rob. Gets a little too close. What do you think happens to Eric at the edge of this garden does with he, this vast openness before him? Does he, like, start floating or something? He doesn't start floating. What is the opposite of floating? Oh, um, sinking. He, he well, pretty much, he starts <laughs> falling. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> he starts <laughs> falling. Well, d but in what way does he fall, I wonder? Anyway, so oh, does he, he roll down the hill? He does roll down the hill, Rob. He rolls down the hill. He gets too close to the edge of the garden that goes downhill into a quarry. <laughs> and Eric oh, starts no. to roll. Their garden backs onto a quarry. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> That's a bit of a faux pas, isn't it? It is. He rolls uncontrollably. Uh, uh, sorry. He rolls uncontrollably downhill as tense music begins to play. Debbie sees this and screams out in terror. And Eric, now building speed, goes hard <laughs> on the handbrake, but it snaps off. <laughs> It's, it's not looking good. It's not looking good for old Eric. The music and tension building, much like Eric's speed, Mum is now alerted to what's going on. Panic ensues. And Eric, with like now seemingly no way out, has no choice but to go flying over the edge in the most hilarious mannequin in a wheelchair ever. <laughs> oh, he's in a wheelchair? What? <laughs> yeah, he's in a wheelchair. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not laughing. He's, he's in a wheelchair. But... <laughs> you got some explaining oh, to do. I did not. <laughs> did, you not, did you not think I, it was a bit weird when I said I he did, went for the handbreak? Yeah, yeah. What, I was legs? thinking, what is he in the car? For? Did, I, did I miss something? <laughs> and then... <laughs> I honestly yeah. was thinking, oh my god, did I just zone out and did I did I miss something here? And then he's <laughs> like starts rolling down the hill. I'm like, okay, and he just picks up speed. What? what? And he, <laughs> and uh, right. So <laughs> essentially, this mannequin in a wheelchair that just is the worst, <laughs> fakest thing you've ever seen that just does not move with just the sound effect of like ah. Over the top, falling as it splashes oh into this quarry God. below. This yeah. is nuts. So what? So they they moved into a house that backs onto a quarry, so yeah. they could have this scene yes. where it goes off there. Uh, okay, can I put a guess in here? Yeah. I, as he goes to the ground, is Mac gonna sort of like stop him from falling? Oh no, he full on falls into the water in this quarry. Oh, There's water no. in there. So he falls and then Mac, in. Mac touches the water and accidentally electrocutes the water. <laughs> and that's it. And he bobs to the top like a fish. Yeah. Petrified. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, jeez. Oh, no, he, well, he that was a quite, shock. He doesn't quite do that. Uh, no yeah. pun intended. Sorry, I didn't mean that. No, that's all right. Oh, my God. That's fine. Wow. So yes. So Eric's in a wheelchair. Oh my God. But wow. you are correct. Obviously, Mac does intervene because at the same time he lands in very 80s bad special effects, Mac's head sort of like rises up from the bottom of the screen. So we just get this massive back of <laughs> Mac's head who who uh, is, I don't really know how to describe him really. He's, he's kind of like a sort of Benjamin Button with alopecia. Like that's what he looks like. He's just... <laughs> not E.T. He's not, not E.T. He's not E.T., Rob. <laughs> And so Mac dives into the water and pushes Eric up and out to safety. Commotion is is now simmering down. But of course, you know, did they see, did Mom and, and everyone else see Mac? Did they, Rob? No. No, of course not. They probably just thought it was a cry for help, you know. So, yes. So that's, yeah, that's that, man. It's, it's a crazy scene. It's a crazy scene. Well, okay. Um, wow. So Mac appears <laughs> yeah. with his weird shaped head and he So what he gets he gets Mac out of the water then, right? Yeah, he sorry, he gets Eric out of the water, yeah. How does he do that? He just he pushes him out in the wheelchair. I don't know how. Oh. He's just this tiny little thing, but he just wheels him up, you know. He's got oh. electric powers. You thought they would have just been like, oh, maybe he could just like magnetically pull him out, but no, he just gets in there with his scrawny little gelatinous arms and pushes him out. So. <laughs> oh, okay. So it's a miracle. So now they're, they're like, oh, I'm so glad I built a, bought a house on the backs onto a quarry so I could see a miracle. You know, it's it's <laughs> Jesus. He Well, he did walk a yeah, war, I guess. Exactly. But he he he, he did <laughs> he sort rolled. of, yeah, he, he rolled across the surface like a new, like, that's amazing. So what was their, what was their rationale behind that then? Well, there wasn't any because they they don't need any. So yeah, he's trying to say like it was the creature, mom. And then of course, it being the eighties, we just cut away to Eric uh, now in bed. You know, commotion kind of over essentially. And basically, at this point, the doctor is in. The paramedics are sort of leaving the house, and we've got Eric in bed, and he's chatting with the doctor. And you know, Eric, he tries to tell them, man. He tries to tell them that it was the little creature, but you know. 
it doesn't doesn't really go down well with old Doc because in the very 1980s way, he just says, "Hmm, here I'm going to give you a mild sedative." Just offers, <laughs> just offers, offers in some meds. It could shut up. You're supposed to be seen, not heard. <laughs> Pretty much. You better chew on these like they're pez, kid. And so he just tells him to get some rest. And then Deb, Debbie, little Deb enters the room. And what do you think? I mean, Eric, how do you think Eric's feeling at this point? Well, he's he's feeling, you know, no one's listening to him. He's feeling like, yeah, no one, no one ever listens to what he's got to say. You know, he's feeling pretty sorry for himself and mm-hmm. frustrated. But I reckon that Debbie... Debbie sees. I think Debbie saw the whole thing. I think. I think Debbie saw the creature, and she believes him. Mate, you are you are on fire. Ding ding. <laughs> That's exactly correct. But yes. you know, but Eric, he's he's not as um, overjoyed uh, as you because he's pissed, man. Because he's he's like, yeah, you know, she did see it all. She does believe him, and she should have backed him up. That's what she says. Oh, I see. But then you know, Deb, she tells Eric, she's like. It's no use. You know, the adults believe only what they want to believe. We have another character enter uh, the room. So we've got Deb and we've got Eric. Eric's in bed. And then who enters the room? Um, Mac. It's not Mac. No, oh, it's, it's not his brother. Mac. It's not the brother. It, it's it's not his brother. It's, it's Deb's. It's not, it's, oh, it's Deb's old friend, Courtney. It's Courtney. It's Deb's sister, Courtney. That's right. And she's wearing, what do you think she's wearing, uh, Rob? It's the 1980s. She's a young working lady. A pantsuit. She's not wearing a pantsuit. It's it's a work uniform. Where might a teenager work in the 1980s or even today? Oh, God. That's something that's very Oh, teenager. the burger joint. That's right. It's a burger joint. What burger joint is it, Rob? Uh, it's, it's McDonald's. It's McDonald's. That's right. Not only do we, is our main character called Mac... But uh, she works at McDonald's. <laughs> I'm, I'm feeling some threads kind of weaving oh, together here. Oh, here we go. So McDonald's sponsored this creature, and he's called Mac because of it. <laughs> Pretty much. Because she's standing there. She enters the room, standing in the doorway in a McDonald's uniform, which she basically does not take off for the entirety of this film now. <laughs> so product placement abound, my maybe, friend. Maybe when they, like, he gets hits and he gets hits, hit in the, in the midriff, and then he goes, Oh, no, my McRibs! <laughs> Probably. Oh, my God. I had to fillet a fish Eric out of the quarry. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. uh, And then he just gets called Big Mac all the time to make himself feel better. Yeah. And, uh, (laughs) oh, my God. Yeah. Sorry. It's just going to happen. We know that. That's all good. Well, so basically, um, yeah. So really from there, she comes to collect Debbie, you know, who very easily made her own way over to Eric, by the way. Um, But I don't know why she needed to be collected. And it was really only to introduce um, Michael and Courtney to each other oh. because they pass each other in the hall. And then, you know, old, uh, old Michael starts doing, you know, the whole kind of like, whoa, hi there, Miss Lady. You know, she's a she's a turtle babe. Oh. And then we quickly cut to um, Eric and Mom and Michael. They're in the VW. Uh, we make sure we get that logo in there as well again. And they're dropping Mom off to her new job at... 
a very famous department store, I guess, in the 80s in America. Oh, uh, what is it like? Oh, it's not a JC Penny, it's the other oh, one. Is it Bloomingdale's or something? Mm. Well, it's not far off. It's Sears. Or oh, is Sears. That the department right. store? Or yeah, I think so. It's more like, yeah, it's more like a. It's a bit like a Costco, I think, isn't it? Sears? Yeah, that kind of thing. So, yeah. yeah, so we basically drop her off there. That's basically her character development done, really, there with mom. <laughs> That's, um, that was She's it, a really. mom and she goes to work. And then where do you think we might go from here, Rob? So, hang on. So we drop mum. Is, is someone else driving now or has she just gone to work? It's My- Michael's driving. The oh, van, I see. Of course, see. they can be like 12 and drive in America, can't they? Of course. Of course. Um, so, okay. So is he going to go and try and pick up Courtney and Presser because he's driving the car? We don't really go down that path, no. Right. But maybe Eric's getting tired of telling people about this creature and he maybe he wants to show them. So how might he go about doing that? Oh, I see. So they're going to go back to the house then and, and make a trap. That's exactly right, Rob. They set a trap. They take another opportunity for product placement. And as um, Michael is in his room on the phone, Eric decides to go around and lay traps of cans of Coca-Cola with straws in them. <laughs> to uh, entice to entice Mac because for some reason throughout different periods of this film they decide to sort of feed him uh, Coca-Cola and at one point um, Eric even says wow this must be what they drink on their planet oh god so it's very bad maybe is it tab clear they haven't got quite got to that point yet <laughs> no they don't have tab clear no I see so I'm assuming this is going to work then because obviously it's sugar and he's going to go ooh this is really nice <laughs> Um, I guess he's going to get addicted to sugar, and he's never going to get addicted to coke. It's a gateway. It's a gateway. <laughs> it's a gateway drug, man. Oh my it god! Sure wow. Okay, so he's going to right, and he's going to get him into what his bedroom is it? That's exactly right, Rob. And uh, ding ding. And do you want to know that he doesn't jump out of a closet? But what could we do to make sure we don't get sued by the ET guys? We won't have him jump out the closet. But instead, who jumps out the closet? So we've got, so so we've got Eric obviously set the trap, and quickly there's a scene where he's sort of you know going around doing this, and then old old Deb pops up at his bedroom window in a classic oh, sort of 80s way, yeah. and she's now in on the scene. And so, so she's they, gonna hide set, in the cupboard. No, no. Uh, well, yes, no. You're right. Sorry. Um, so she does <laughs> hide in the cupboard. That's correct. Along with Eric, old Eric. Okay, so they're both in the cupboard, and they're yes. gonna. Have they got something attached to a piece of string? Like a They don't have something attached to a piece of string. They so she is wearing something. She's wearing something that is very similar to how they got trapped earlier on when we had the opening scene of someone getting trapped. Someone getting trapped. Or getting taken at the very start. How were they Oh. Like, oh, it's like is he got they got a hoover or something? <laughs> That's exactly right. They've got yeah. a Hoover <laughs> because they sucked it up or something, didn't they? they? <laughs> That's exactly right. They've got a Hoover. She's wearing like a Hoover backpack from the eighties. Oh my! And essentially, we see Mac kind of wandering with his can of Coke, being all like, "Oh yeah, this is pretty good." And then Eric and Deb are sat behind the slatted, uh, uh, shutter-styled slats on the old eighties closet door, and they're peering out at him. And they burst out, and then they hit the on button on the vacuum machine. And and then, of course, what happens? Well, um, uh, Mac st- kills it with his electrical power, right? 
Oh, he doesn't, Rob. He doesn't. He gets sucked up. That's incorrect, my what? friend. He gets they... sucked in. How small and... is this bloody thing? <laughs> <laughs> Rob, I've, look, I've already said that he can go to the size of a crepe. So oh, obviously yes. what happens is his whole body elasticates <laughs> and he just he just stretches and gets sucked in in very bad 80s CGI into this vacuum cleaner. By which I may add, how would they know... This is a massive plot hole. How would they know that these beings are able to be sucked up into a vacuum? Like yeah. They weren't there at the start of what happened. Why would you automatically go like, well, we're going to capture this thing, better use a vacuum cleaner. Oh, my God. I mean... You know, being kids are naive, but it could... I mean, if he was anything like E.T., he'd have mm. just sort of gone, gone against his head, and he'd be like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and he would have just had a red mark, like a hickey on his on his head. Yes, yeah, that would have made more sense, wouldn't it? But yeah. no, this oh, one, he wow. sort of so... gets twisted like a another like spaghetti noodle, and then, oh, you know, right. like he's, he's crossed the event horizon, Rob. <laughs> yeah, he gets spaghettified, and now he's spinning inside a vacuum. What a cruel thing to do to this this thing. I know. I know. I agree. I completely agree. Would you like to know? I can summarise this scene for you. Would you like to just know kind of verbatim what happens in this scene? Because it's a bit, it's hard to sort of, I mean, it's not loads, but it's, yeah, I'll just sort of describe essentially what happens. So he gets sucked up into the vacuum cleaner. And again, how did they know that that were going to work? So it's on Deb's back. And then it's the vacuum cleaner itself just starts to spark, I guess, because of his electric powers. And it goes nuts. Now with Mac inside the vacuum cleaner attached to Deb's back, she's flung across the room and dragged up the wall and across the ceiling like a fucking exorcist child (laughs) and then finally Eric manages to grab the plug and unplug it and everything settles down and calms and then Michael races in and he's like WTF mate what's going on (laughs) and Eric tells him he tells him Rob it's Mac, the mysterious alien creature. Oh, Duh. my God. I got creature, right? <laughs> you did. You get a half a point for that. No, I'm joking. You did get creature, right? That's correct. And Eric, he reverses the motor, because apparently that's something you can do on American 80s vacuum cleaners. <laughs> and then it sparks open and explodes, revealing Mac. But he's in a bad way, Rob. Oh, he's no. In a goddamn bad way. Oh, my God. Is his eyes on the different ends of his body? <laughs> That's exactly right. No, they're not. He's just sort of laying. He's just sort of incapacitated as ethereal music plays. And Eric decides to nurse him to health with a can of delicious Coca-Cola. That's right. Of course. Well, I was hoping they were going to just reverse the vacuum cleaner again and just put him so they just sort of inflate him like a balloon. Mm, I know. Well, that would have, yeah, that would have probably, that would have been good but then you know i guess they didn't have the special effects or maybe the budget are left to do a a reverse spaghettification (laughs) mom comes home but of course max scarper doesn't he rob he's gone he's gone up the drain pipe that's it we don't really know he just sort of scarpers there's not really an explanation she's pissed and uh she just sort of calls calls bullshit again and then we just cut to a really random scene of Eric and his mum just out jogging as this kind of like power ballad plays and then we just get I'm just gonna have to tell you this because it's just bizarre then we get (laughs) Mac in a Tonka truck like a like a remote Tonka truck he's racing out of the house for no reason I don't know why this is happening this is complete filler so they're out on a jog as this sort of random power ballad music plays and Mac has managed to find this Tonka truck uh, Tonka trunk 
there Tonka truck (laughs) (laughs) that's remote controlled and then he's getting chased by dogs and he veers off the road and flings himself into a tree now Mac stuck up in top of the tree as the music (laughs) continues as we keep sweeping uh, between uh, shots of Eric and his mum jogging down the road him obviously in his wheelchair and um, Mac being stuck in the tree and then we just fade away from that Um, yeah Pointless. You think that they just sort of like be, they'd be jogging and then they'd see him in the tree and only Eric can see him up there and he's like and then he falls out of the tree and just his mum still doesn't see him mm, and then yeah still, that would be that would have been maybe they did do that and they just like no we've got to make edits it's too long probably <laughs> wow okay all right well I think we're gonna have to I think we're gonna have to play this minute sixty nine here alrighty. Oh, 80s music. <laughs> oh, it's Whitney Houston. No? I don't know, actually. It might be. Could they, could they afford it? Oh, it's a knockoff of Whitney Houston. Basically, yeah. It's kind of like that sort oh. of um, saxophone. Like, I like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, okay. unfortunately, this is... <laughs> it's a montage. It's, it sounds like Madonna. What is? It's definitely a montage. You're right. It is a montage. <laughs> it's not ET. It's not a cat. <laughs> is it chocolate? <laughs> wow okay uh, you had a wealth of information in there up. you had hey see if it's this maybe it's this hey flowers I mean if you can't figure out the rest of this film with that mate I don't know there's something wrong with you so they're in the car right they're in the car that's correct okay the van, so, sorry yeah the van yeah in the van so they're in the van and they're trying to figure out what he likes to eat maybe that is correct. They are trying to figure it out, and it's not Reese's Pieces, Rob. But what is a what is a multicolored, um, delicious, hardish candy treat? Multi uh, multicolored hardball sweet. Well, so not necessarily hardboard, but sort of like a sort of, yeah, kind of like a hard, and then they go chewy, and you can you can taste the rainbow. Oh, Skittles! <laughs> That's right, my friend. That's correct. They're trying to feed him Skittles and Coca-Cola. More product placement. And in that scene, essentially, uh, Deb, Deb's or Debbie, or I'll just call her Deb. She's ha- she's handing the Skittle packet over, but in like proper, it just you know, has to move directly past the camera lens. It's essentially <laughs> just holding up a bag of Skittles in front of the camera, essentially. Uh, so yeah. So they're basically wow. trying to keep him alive with with junk food. Uh, yeah. Wow. Okay. So I see. So did you know that Skittles they're all the same flavour? Well, I, you know what? I didn't know that. But then saying that, I wasn't really sure what the flavour of Skittles was actually. Yeah. They realised it was cheaper just to have them all the same colour and change have the different colours of people thought they were different flavours. Oh. But they're all the same. They same flavour. So it's all a bit of a God. placebo. Yeah. So you've all been tricked. We've been fooled. Yes, so, the buggers. You can't taste the rainbow. You can yeah. only see it. Yeah, exactly. But you can, and you'll never get to the end of it, no matter how hard you try. I, I saw the end of a rainbow once. You know, it really? went in. I was at I was at university, and there was this 
I was at a terrible university and the abandoned basketball court that had a power light, like a cable, a, maybe it was a telephone cable or something that, that sunk down into the court. So that it was kind of hanging right. in there. Um, and it was, it was, it was derelict. I don't know what, what the hell's oh. going on. And okay. the rainbow ended inside that little basketball court thing. Wow. Oh my God. Well, I, I stand corrected. <laughs> An abandoned basketball court. Okay. And I found all the gold. No, I didn't really. There was no gold. It was very no. disappointing. It's just a dead leprechaun. <laughs> yes. Yes. I stole the gold and killed him. No. My so, God. I know. Well, they're an endangered species, you know. I could have you arrested. <laughs> so, yeah. Okay. Right. So back to Skittles. So they, they were trying to feed him loads of junk food. And he said, What did he say at the end? He said, He was like, I think they're flowers. So, oh, interesting. What, what? I think they're flowers. I don't know what that means. Well, let's play that custard card. Come on, Mark. So, in regards to the flowers that was mentioned in minute sixty-nine, there, I can tell you that throughout this film, with the straws uh, from the empty cans of Coke, the plentiful cans of Coke that Mac ends up enjoying, he tends to put a daisy into the straw, and it sort of makes like a sort of you know, pinwheel kind of windmill kind of thing. And so that's what uh, Eric was talking about there because um, I don't know where he got the flower from. He's in the back of the van. But Mac did this again with his empty can of Coke. And so they're just alluding to something that might look like that shape that might become useful later on. Mm, is it a windmill? Mm, potentially, potentially. <laughs> well, it could be a windmill. Um, but, you know, there's there's more modern versions of windmills. I'll just say that. So, Okay, yeah. so, okay. Well, it's obviously saying it's a bit like in uh, um, Encounters of the Third Kind where they keep building that uh, that structure, that uh, rock oh, or whatever. Yes. Yes. And uh, they're saying, it, 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 not easy. Go home. Whatever. Yeah. It's uh, <laughs> he's trying to find his family. They're they're stuck. They're gonna the facility. Maybe they they get captured again. They put into that facility again, and that's Ooh. where that big turbine thing is, or, or something. Oh, turbine! You say interesting. Yes. Ah, okay. Well. Okay. Right. So we'll put that down. So you you think they're turbines? Okay. Right. And the family's there. You think at this yeah, turbine? Yeah. He's saying he knows where they are because he's. Yeah, communicate with. Them. He knows that they are there. Maybe they need rescuing, and they're. This is yeah, it's okay. it's, it's the only. It's, it's surely the only way this film's going to come <laughs> to a conclusion if they rescue all the family and they get to go, go home, go home. We're not home. Go yes, exactly, but not <laughs> not phone home. Okay, they go. No, home, Rob. they go home. <laughs> <laughs> well, look. Let's see if we can get you there, shall we? Let's right, see if we can okay. get you there. Let's um. Shall we roll along? Shall we roll out? Let's roll on some custard. Let's Alrighty. roll in some custard. We cue our agents, old Wicket and Midford, or whatever they were called, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and so now they are on. What are they on? They're on. They're on. A, they're on a food. They're on a food relate. They're, they're on something that sounds like food, and it's the opposite of in. What are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> Something out. Uh, what? They're on a stakeout. They're on a stakeout. That's right. <laughs> it's, yes. Yeah, you got it. You, you got it. Well completely. done. I love the clues. That was that was great. <laughs> so they're on a stakeout. Um, and so Debbie 
is she's uh, she's come over to uh, Eric's house and she's basically invited Eric to Brittany's party. So that's oh, fun, isn't it? Yeah. But what is Eric to do? You know, he can't leave Mac alone. Mac is with him now. And, you know, they're kind of savvy to the fact that they've seen these these shifty-looking grey uh, gray suit-wearing men outside. And so what we do here, Rob, is that Debbie, she's waiting in the car with, for Eric um, with her mum. And Eric, he does something. He puts he puts Mac in in something. He puts him in in a thing. Um, I'm just going to read out a little bit of dialogue here um, that might help. Uh, this sort of takes place a couple of seconds after. So Deb's mom says... Does your bear move? And Eric says, oh, yeah, uh, he's one of those new computerized kind. Deb's mom. But I thought you said you had him a long time. Eric, I have. He just got new microchips. Deb's mom. Deb's mom. Amazing. So they've put him in a bear suit. I don't know where he got this from or how. So now Mac is in. A, he's wearing this bear costume, which looks horrific. It looks like... Jason Voorhees from Friday the 13th, like the first one where he's wearing like the sack over his head with eye holes oh, cut yeah. out. It's very right, okay. not well fitting. Like a scarecrow. Kind of, yes, basically the scarecrow. A scare bear. Yeah, he's a scare bear. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. So, so he's wearing this thing and basically Eric puts him on his lap and wheels out to the car and they get in the car and we have this little, you know, dialogue that I just said there with, with old, uh, you know, uh, Deb's mom and they're trying to sort of play it off like yeah he's just a computerized bear that's very good at moving like the adults in this movie have no clue um, but then we cut to we cut to McDonald's Rob the ultimate product placement we cue the breakdancing beatboxing flash mob as smooth techno tunes ring out we enter Britney's party at McDonald's and she has her very own goddamn RMD do you know what that means? Ronald McDonald. That's right, son. She's got her own Ronald McDonald. Everyone is greeting Eric as he, he introduces his very normal child-sized electronic teddy bear. Mac, then wearing this uh, wearing this suit, reaches across the table with his super-stretched spaghetti power, grabs another Coke, and the kids see this, but yeah, they just you know shrug it off for some bizarre reason. And don't worry, though, because this is confirmed uh, by Debbie when Michael worriedly sees this go down and the Mac's here. Deb says, don't worry, everyone thinks he's a toy. She says this whilst Mac is... What do you think Mac's doing? There's music playing, things are happening. He's dancing. He's dancing, he's busting a move. So He's doing the this... robot. <laughs> well, he might as well have been, that would have been better. But instead it's just him just, just kind of dad dancing, essentially. <laughs> now, Rob, now I'm just going bl- to blitz through this for you, my friend. Okay. Now, everyone completely off their face on E-numbers and non-FDA-approved <laughs> corn syrup and food additives, because it is the 80s, are locking and popping and dancing to these totally rad rhythms. Debbie, Eric and Mac, they're in full swing, my friend. As Courtney, she comes in, she gushes over how cute Mac is because she just thinks like it's this toy teddy bear. Um, But then Michael, he tries to tell her, he tries to say that, you know, this is a creature and that the feds are here. They're looking for Mac, you know, and this music is is still going, the techno music. Um, But instead of laying low, what do you think Mac does? Oh, he gets up on the table or something and he's like... (laughs) Yeah, he does. He gets up on the, he gets up on the, the the counter, the the register counter, and starts shaking his thing. It's not very hygienic, is it? He's in a McDonald's. 
<laughs> and then we get the feds in their standard issue grey suits, right? They move in, they push past the street youths. Eric sees what's going down, and so does Mac, and they make a break for it. And Eric, you know, what happened? What do you think? He makes a break for it. The feds are moving in. We had this quick cut, very fast paced scene with them dancing at a McDonald's with a flash mob, because it was probably in the contract with McDonald's. <laughs> and Eric and Mac, they're now out of there. And, you know, it, he's in a wheelchair. So they're tearing down the streets. He's That's correct. He's wheeling down the streets. But. There's, we sort of have a bit of a flash. We almost have a flashback here. We don't actually have a flashback, but we're having a flashback for ourselves of something that happened earlier in this movie when he was, you know, kind of fastly moving in that goddamn chair. Oh, um, what? He goes into water again. <laughs> he doesn't quite go into water, <laughs> but he does start flying downhill. <laughs> 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 He's him and his goddamn. Is it falls into a quarry? <laughs> it's well, fortunately, for, well, I, I mean that would have been probably better. Instead, he ends up rolling downhill and hits directly into like a backyard fence, basically, and smashes through like a backyard fence. And he hurtles toward um, a, a washing line full of clothes as this fast-paced orchestral music plays, and a mob of feds are frantically running downhill uh, behind him, and then. What do you think? What do you think? So he's he's gone for a bunch of uh, washing lines, Rob. So they're all they're, now they've got new sets of clothes somehow. Pretty much, that's pretty much. Um, <laughs> he's so he's gone through the line full of clothes, and they've got tangled up in this garb, and they continue downhill. And the feds they're starting to close in, but Eric he's now covered in this like dashing blue sheer top, and Mac is wearing like a babushka head uh, lady headdress. Is it ET, Rob? It's not ET, okay? It's not ET. Do they fly? <laughs> well, they might as well, but they don't <laughs> fully fly. But he's basically flying downhill. So yeah, it's a massive ripoff essentially of ET because he's kind of coat he's covered in not quite the the hoodie. But he bloody might as well be, you know. <laughs> oh my! And so they escape through just pure, pure gravity. They do, well, they do escape through a bit of gravity, but they are helped along by a bit of um, mechanical energy. They've pretty much ripped off two eighties classics here. They've ripped off ET. Oh, gone, they, hang on, hang on. Are they grabbed onto the back of a car like Back <laughs> to the Future? They exactly have, my friend. <laughs> That's exactly right. <laughs> Allah back to the future. Eric manages to grab onto a passing truck and is whisked away. Which yeah, I've See, got right here. Suddenly back power to the of love comes on. That's <laughs> right. And then Huey Lewis is driving the truck. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow, this movie. Yes. So triumphant uh, music plays as as uh, old Eric he lets go of the truck and spins off into a department store. So what do you think? He spun off into a department store. What do we know? about this movie in department stores, Rob. What do we know? His mum works there. That's exactly right, my friend. Where does his mum work? Sears. That's right. So we're just introduced to more Sears product placement. <laughs> As the feds, they um, they are momentarily outwitted and they, you know, by uh, Mac and Eric. And they think, though, they think they're closing in and they think that they have him. But old Mac, what does he do? What, what can Mac do? He can, well, it's electricity, so does he make all the, I don't know, does he turn the lights off or something? Not lights. What other sort of large appliances? Uh, oh, can he set them all off? Like uh, clocks all going off and... 
and and microwaves, microwaves, <laughs> microwaves, <laughs> ding. What's more entertaining than a microwave, but a similar shape? Oh, a TV. <laughs> That's right, it's a TV. But you are correct. He basically makes all the TVs kind of go off and go crazy, and then they explode, showering Whoa. the Fed agents uh, in loads of uh, yeah sparks, and they're all kind of a bit discombobulated for a second. Um, but then he also uses his his electricity powers to shut the automated door sort of locking them in. But this door is no match for the feds, Rob. They smash out the glass by throwing a massive CRT TV through it and continue their pursuit like the T-1000s that they are <laughs> as, the, as the mom is following in a panic. Um, the feds make their last attempt to apprehend our illegal alien. But what do you think happens? You know, old Eric's there. He's, he's spinning for his life. Uh, the feds are right behind him, but who could possibly come up and save oh, him? Oh, it's going to be Michael turns up in the van. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> he turns up in the van, and he yeah, they slide that door open and they pull him in, uh, pull him into the camper van. That's how he gets. Do they out do they mid chase have to go through the drive through at McDonald's? They no, they don't unfortunately. <laughs> but that would have been my God. We need to get you in the marketing department, my friend. <laughs> so. Oh, well, and I'm going to yeah. play a side of bacon here. I'm going to go okay. for um, just just is uh, Eric as a does he do more? Is Eric got any side of bacon number? Because I got bacon number. So Eric has a bacon number of two. So you wouldn't know who he is, I guess. Uh, so his name is Jade Caligori. That stars. Do you know who this movie stars? Which I was, I had to look this up again just to make sure that the the bacon the baconator the the oracle machine didn't get this wrong because I thought I found a glitch in the system here. But no, there is no arguing with the divine power that is Kevin Bacon. Okay, hang I on found a minute. This out. Is Kevin Bacon in this movie? <laughs> it's not Kevin Bacon. No, <laughs> it's Jennifer Aniston. Oh, what? Yes. Is she Courtney or is she Debbie? She's neither. She, this is what I mean. I had to look this up because I was like, no, this is not even, she was basically not really even credited, but she's one of the kids in the dancing flash mob in the McDonald's. And if you go, if you Google the title of this film and then you Google Jennifer Aniston, like what? Like, because I basically was like, is she in this film? You will find a Reddit page where someone has found two screenshots and they've circled her and she's basically like there in the background and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, that is her. But my God, that's just very, very obscure. Okay, so is is this film just called Mac? Mac and me. It is Mac and me. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It just seems to... <laughs> that's, not, that's exactly right. It just seems right. McDonald's and me. McD- my McDonald's. I'm loving it. Mm-mm-mm. McDonald's, McDonald's. Can fucking... Can fucking... Fuck, what? Can oh, fuck no. It, can fucking fry nickens. <laughs> can fucking tie tickens and an alien truck. And some pizza know. guts. Yeah. <laughs> pizza guts. <laughs> oh, wow. Mac well and me. Well done. Mac and me. I mean, that's going to be... That sounds like it should be um, Ronald McDonald's like biography. Mac and me. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> If it isn't, then they are missing a trick here. Oh, wow. They really are. Wow. Okay. So, Michael happens to turn up. I guess he was at Mom was at the end of her shift and picks him up. He's like, what the hell's going on? It's like, the feds. It's uh, the forgettables. They're after us. That's it. It's Agent <laughs> 1 and 2. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly right, really. So, yeah. So, they're, they're hightail it out of there. 
um, Mr. Wickets or whatever his name, Agent Wiki or whatever his name was, he he's he's there at the scene and and the Midford guides there because they're the only two real agents they gave names to and there's a bunch of you know guests I guess you know Q agent number eleven and then the mom is like you know what are you doing they're just kids and then uh, Wicket or whatever whatever his face is turns around and sort of goes to say like just kids he's like those kids those kids just run away with her and then like the other agent kind of cuts him off and then mom fills in the blanks as the penny finally drops and she says. An alien creature. She's like, oh my god, you know, Eric has been trying to tell her the truth all this time. Is kind of what it sort of uh, uh, basically right, okay. kind of ended ended up in. Really, it was just her um, having the penny drop. Really, so uh, right. Mm. So now they're all in on it. They all know. Is the other girls in the car as well? Yeah, so they're all in the car now. Basically, so is this where so. the minute uh, no? Is this where the the script came from earlier? That's correct, yeah. So that's them talking about what they should do and all that sort of stuff. So they're, they're basically pulled over to the roadside. Uh, Courtney goes and gets some water to go and give to Matt because he's a bit worse for wear. But, of course, that doesn't work. They're sort of trying to figure out what they should do. And then after some pleading, basically Courtney is the one giving the resistance there. But she she gives in and the gang roll out. And that's when, Rob, we get sweeping aerial shots of the California shrubland as the VW hurdles down the open road. And that 80s bubblegum pop music that you heard in minute 69 starts to playing. And we get that montage, basically. Courtney is spoon-feeding Michael and McFlurry as Eric <laughs> and Deb feed Mac the Skittles and Coca-Cola as they drive in their VW van. And Mac points out uh, to a herd of... What do you think he points out to on the side there, in this desert land they're going through? He points out to yeah, Well, a herd of, herd of cows, I'm assuming. Oh, it's not cows. What might you oh. find, find wild? Horses, no. That's, that's uh, correct. It's horses, horses my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, there's just wild horses for some reason on the plains of California. Right. And so they, he sort of points to them and they think, oh, he likes the horses. So they veer the van off into the desert as the music continues to play. And we get this majestic uh, scene of wild horses running upside the VW like an actual car ad, basically, <laughs> which is just very bizarre. <laughs> He's going to turn around and go, <laughs> Max, like, I'm a cowboy, really? <laughs> I'm an I'll alien. I'll horse, I'll ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm an alien. Yeah, I'm pretty a, much. Was it wanted, dead, or alive? <laughs> kind of. <laughs> so now, though, we find out what he was really pointing at, and you, and you kind of clocked onto this earlier, Rob. It's a little bit like flowers. Windmills. What's what's more modern and better than turbines? That's right, it's turbines, my friend. And he's pointing to the turbines, duh. <laughs> and you know, they just thought like, you know, he's been making those daisy straw things, and they probably just thought, wow, this alien is hella good at arts and crafts, man. <laughs> he's trying to tell us about clean energy, man. It's like, <laughs> shut up, it's the eighties. We're guzzling gas, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, I didn't really think of it like that, but you're right. <laughs> you're right, my friend. This, this, this deeper than you thought. That's right, than you could thunk. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen for here? What do you think the significance of the turbines is? Mm, maybe it's a power source for his getting home, or that's... No, that's where the government facility is hiding, underground. Oh, potentially. You know what? It's not really alluded to if that's where... It was, but I was trying to think about this as watching it. And they were, you know, I'm going to let you in a little secret here, Rob. 
there isn't really any reason why he's been making these turbines. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. Why did I think that? Why on earth would I think there was a reason behind this? What? I feel such a fool. I know. Well, the only thing I can think of is that they, yeah, are, are like electric beings or whatever. And maybe the family were trying to seek out electricity or something. Mm. We get sweeping aerial shots of the shrubland once again. And we got the, the turbines. Um, and then we see an opening to something. We see an opening to, what do you think we might see an opening to? Something that's very out there in the desert. It's not an underground base, but it's, it's like something. Like a canyon that, or something. It's kind of like a canyon, but what's like a man made canyon? What's a man made? Oh, a dam? Not, uh, not, a man made canyon. Not necessarily a canyon, but. Oh, it's a quarry. It is. It's a mine. I mean, yeah, it's basically the same thing. He's going to roll into another bloody quarry again. <laughs> it's all uh, 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 the the yeah. The secrets lie beneath. Um, yeah. <laughs> quarry two lies downhill. Quarry two, the damned. <laughs> uh, yeah. So yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. And then end end film. And then we just end there. Really. <laughs> so so it's a mine. Yeah, so it's a mine, and for some reason, who is who's down there, Rob? Who has found themselves having to seek shelter down there? Uh, oh, it's who's had to seek shelter? Where's the the his family? That's right. They were wandering that bloody desert, you know, probably <laughs> just confused by the turbines. Kind of, you know, didn't have that landmark, and they found themselves hiding in this mine shaft. That's right, Skip. It's the family. They're down in the mine shaft. And now Michael heads in, you know, he's he's recon this, you know, they've sort of figured this out. The van pulls up at the entrance of this uh of this mine and Michael goes in there wearing Mac on his back like Yoda. <laughs> and we find Mac's family. But then they're on death's door, Rob. They're on death's oh, door. They hang on, they need electricity. What's better than electricity? It's the 80s. McDonald's. <laughs> Cocaine. Well, what are you going to use to wash down that tasty burger? <laughs> Some Coca-Cola. <laughs> That's right, my friend. <laughs> Michael rushes to the van, informing the gang that, we, you know, they're there, but they're going to need our help. And they nurse they're them gonna, back to health using they're delicious They're going to do that cans. thing they do with beers where they stab it at the bottom and open it and down it, down it, down <laughs> Yeah, it. chuck it. Shotgun a beer, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Shotgun. Shotgun. Well... Yeah, I mean, practically. And so we just kind of get a scene of them, you know, it's all ethereal music playing and they've they found the family now. Max kind of having this sort of, you know, uh, yeah, you know, uh, what was it? What's I'm trying to say? Um, <laughs> Renaissance, a reunion. They're having a reunion with this family there, basically. And they sort of clove them up and they're kind of like, we need to get them out of here. And so they, they pile them into the van. They get to a uh, gas station and... Old Michael, he goes in uh, to go and get some more supplies, some more Coke, Sprite, you know, any other branded goods you could think of. All, all Coca-Cola owned. Oh, yeah, exactly right. They get out the van. The family get out the van because they're, they're, they're craving that sugary sweet goodness of Coca-Cola. They can't wait for Michael to get back. And, you know, Deb, she she alerts Courtney and Michael to this. And so... Now there's a there's a supermarket sort of near this petrol garage, and what do you think happens? Our family, they're out. Oh, they're, they're, they're going to scare the hell out of everyone. There's going to be panic. There is panic. You are correct because uh, they head into this supermarket, and the store manager, you know, he sends over a bumbling. Who does he send over? Because he's like, what's what's going on here? What are these things? You know, he sends over security. 
That's right, my friend. He sends over a bumbling security guy. Um, and then Michael speeds in. He speeds in. What do you think Michael's saying? Um, they're from out of town. They don't know any better. Uh, <laughs> you know, they're... They, <laughs> Pretty much yeah. that, actually. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, they don't understand. They don't understand. And then the security guard, though, music and tension begins to build. And the security guard, he does something. He pulls it out. What does he pull out? What does he whip out, Rob? Oh, it's got to be his... Wi- no, his gun. That's right, my friend. Ding, ding. He whips out a gun and aims it directly at the... I guess we call him the dad alien. Da- Mac Daddy. The Mac Daddy. <laughs> it's something like the Mac Daddy. And Michael, he's trying to keep things calm. You know, he's trying to keep it, you know, um, sort of, uh, yeah, you know, civil and everything. But, but does he? Does he succeed mm. in keeping this calm, Rob? I don't know. No, I, mean, I think I think it's all going to be crazy. Maybe he ends up having a fight with the security guard. What, Michael ends up having a fight yeah, with him? Yeah, he, he sort of wrestles with the guy with a gun. Yeah, uh, he, well, it, Michael doesn't, but who else might wrestle? Oh, so Mac, is it Mac or the... Mac so, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> so he tries, he tries to, uh, he does his long arm thing and gets the gun off him and ends up pointing at him. Ding, ding, Rob. That's exactly right. The Mac Daddy alien ends up basically grabbing the gun off of the security guard, but looking at it, you know, all innocent and confused when everyone starts to scream and panic. You know, when Michael is trying to de-escalate the situation, the music and tension continues to build. And now we've got, you know, a Mac Daddy uh, who's now armed and is pointing the gun at the security guard. And then the dad alien manages to accidentally fire off a few rounds. Shit just got real. (laughs) Bystanders scream and run in panic. And at the blink of an eye, the cops and squad cars are there on scene. And I mean, like, literally. Like, the gun goes off. Michael turns around to see Debbie, Eric, and Courtney kind of in the doorway of the supermarket screaming. And two cops are already there ushering them out. I mean, that's fast. That is really fast. They, yeah, you know, they they are probably. Is there a, is there a donut place nearby? <laughs> well, probably, probably called Glory Holes. <laughs> so, so the cops, the cops wheel Eric outside, okay, to get him out of harm's way with Debs and Court, and they take cover behind a cop car. But what do you think the alien family do in all this response? You know, Mac Daddy's armed. I think they just literally go and eat or no drink as much as they can and and just like they're like yeah gotta drink all this yeah really good and then they don't really do anything of any use. Well, that's correct. They they basically <laughs> they just waddle away and sway away as they do drunkenly um, out of the store and across the parking lot. Um, as Eric and Michael try to plead with the cops that, you know, they just don't understand. They're harmless. They're harmless. The police give them a warning to put the gun down and nothing and nothing will happen. But the alien family, oh. Rob, they continue to ignore the situation. They walk towards the VW van with a crate of Cokes underarm <laughs> when a trigger-happy <laughs> cop takes a shot. Oh, my God, no. And is it the dad or is it Mac? You know what, Rob? None of them get shot. But <laughs> Mac Daddy, what do you think Mac Daddy does? Mac Daddy's got a Mac family, and he's he's got a Mac oh, protect he that mad? family. He swings round with the gun, but kind of none the wiser. He just basically turns round and unintentionally fires back. Now we're on a full-on shootout begins as cops unload shotguns. Whilst Courtney and the kids look on and scream in horror. Eric wheels out there in in Max and the family's defense, but then a stray bullet 
<gasps> no. What do you think the stray bullet does, Rob? It hits. It hits Eric. That's incorrect, my friend. <laughs> the stray bullet hits a petrol pump, and the whole thing goes up in a massive explosion, <laughs> a la Michael Bay. And we cut to a wide shot of the blaze with Eric in his wheelchair, in silhouette, looking very dodgily superimposed, lifeless, as we cut to Deb's face. Light from the fire washes across her distraught visage. Courtney. <laughs> Courtney. Courtney pulls Eric away from danger and Michael escapes from one of the cop cars he had just been put into and runs frantically up to Courtney. How are you feeling right now, Rob? <laughs> I'm feeling, well, I'm laughing, but I mean, obviously that could have gone. I mean, they could have made this a very touching bit where one of them gets shot. Eric gets shot and then uh, and then Mac has to bring him back to life or something or, or save his life to make it like, he's good. Yeah. He's, you know, he's yeah. not a threat to mankind, but n- <laughs> no, they somehow shoot the petrol station and it goes up in a ball of flames. <laughs> it's massive. It's probably where most of the McDonald's budget went, actually. It's massive. Because that's what I thought. I thought Eric was going to get shot and I was like, oh no. Oh, okay. Well, that instead then. <laughs> Oh dear, they could have really they could put some depth into this, but they didn't. They exploded it all. Okay, so yeah. hang on. So Eric's obviously been blown out of his chair, is he? Or so Rob. So um he's still in his chair, and you know this because of the fact that Courtney with with one of the cops has to lift Eric out of his chair, out of his wheelchair, and places him on the ground. And then Michael skids to the floor, falling in a heap can beside. I just, can, can I just put a guess yeah. in here? So right. he's like he's a lifeless body, and Matt comes over and does a um the old does the <laughs> the Mister Miyagi. <laughs> he, yeah, he Claps does that, and he, he um he can use his electronic power because now he's all charged up with all the Coca Cola, and he brings <laughs> puts his heart back to start again. Well, Rob, why don't why don't you just finish this on your own? Because you are exactly <laughs> right, my friend. This is exactly what happens. Oh this, my god, it's not ET. It's not ET, all right. It's not ET. <laughs> there was no explosions in ET. I mean, I'll give Mac. Mac and me has got explosions mm. and also and shotguns and shotguns and also it has um, quarries. <laughs> Lots of are they in San Francisco or something with all these hills? <laughs> you would think so. They're in a very hilly part somewhere of LA, probably. Chicago. I guess. I'm not sure. So they, yeah, okay, um, right. Well, so he got. <laughs> so they're like, no, he's dead, and he's going. Have you forgotten this whole bloody time that Mac can? He has the power to what was it? Defibrillate. Defibrillator. I can't. Defibrillator. Yes. I know yes. What you mean. Thank you. And he goes clear. <laughs> he just makes the Netflix sound. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're not far off, Rob. You're not far off. Would you like me to sort of reveal the 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 method yes. that they try and use yes, here? Please, yeah. Okay. So so we end up. Um, yeah. So we end up with uh, Eric's been lifted out of his wheelchair and he's placed on the ground. And then, yeah, Michael skids uh, to the floor beside his, his his brother's lifeless body. He's still and in then, his car. Who? Um, who? <laughs> Michael. So, no, no, no. He got out of the car. <laughs> no, he didn't just run over the body. <laughs> oh, no. He's as flat I'm as a pancake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, crepe. Oh, crepes. <laughs> 
I really want a T-shirt now with with Mac and his little speech bubble saying, "Oh crepes." <laughs> we need to make. I'm gonna have to that, make it. I'm gonna have to do that. When I, cause, yeah, I'm gonna have to. Well, in a in a week when I go up north, I'll have to. I love's in time. I'll have to try. Let's and make do it, it, mate. That'd be so funny. That'd brilliant. Be brilliant. Oh crepes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So there's he's now beside. Um, uh, yeah, his brother's body and is informed by some unknown agent who, you know, he might have a PhD, we don't really know, but in that split second, with unwavering <laughs> conviction, this agent proclaims that Eric is in fact dead. <sighs> Michael and Courtney are writhing in grief and pain next to Eric as a swarm of cops dressed as bees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a swarm of wasps. <laughs> uh, uh, we'll uh, take them here, love. <laughs> need to be swatted. Call in the SWAT. <laughs> it all makes sense now, Mark. It's oh, my God. Sense. And then he says, be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm definitely going to have to make our edit, I think. Yeah, I think we made this movie better, haven't we? We definitely oh, have. Well, okay, sorry. So, so the you are right. Yeah, they get to they get to this sort of they dress as bees. What? Yes. No, not that part. <laughs> you oh. <laughs> so a swarm of cop cars and lights surround them, and then we hear something, Rob. We hear something coming from above. What is it? It's God. It's not God. It's, <laughs> it's much more terrestrial. Um, it's a helicopter. It's a chopper. And it comes into land and out steps Eric's mom with old wicket. <laughs> the <and> helicopter. <laughs> yeah, she comes out the helicopter. What? Yeah, Eric. Eric's mom has been airlifted in. She obviously knew that this was going to happen. And what? So she's she's with she's <laughs> with Wick, Wickets and Mumford and Sons, whatever that agent was called. She's. <laughs> she arrives with them, and then she, and, and then ethereal music starts to play as she's escorted. The family and friends are just on the ground weeping with Eric, and the bastard, heartless feds lock on. But then, but then, Rob, the sort of <laughs> in comes that weird hand out of the side of the shot. <laughs> pretty, <laughs> pretty much, the sort of ethereal music builds, and we cut to the blaze. And it looks as if there's movement, and our family of aliens can be seen behind the flickering inferno as they walk out the flames, <laughs> like they're breaking through the gates of hell and approach the family <laughs> and Eric's lifeless body. And then Mike, Michael's sobbing. He's like, Mom, they, they won't hurt you, Mom. And then the family of aliens, they get down on the ground, right? Okay, this is how they do it. This is how they do the old defibrillator. They get on the ground begin to wave their hands around Eric's body like they're performing some cheap parlor trick and the music continues to build as a blue light uh, begins to glow they raise their hands in that weird you know telecommunications YMCA shape again <laughs> yeah. and their hands begin to spark and they begin to and Eric begins to levitate and the blue light grows stronger <laughs> Rob and then the dad alien takes off his mask to reveal he's David Copperfield <laughs> 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 and Scooby Doo and the gang turn up. What a guy away from it for you meddling kids. But anyway, just like that though, Eric's alive again. And the mum leans in and the, the cops and feds they all look on at amazement. Her, her hair's standing on end. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like she's touched one of those like um what were they called? I know what you mean. What what's that thing? I don't know, it's a static thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's the yeah. static thing. Yeah, basically. 
Um, <laughs> but yes, anyway, so that's how they bring him back. Yeah, that's their defibrillator move, basically. Wow. Okay, so then all is forgiven. Kind of. I mean, look, Rob, where do you think where do you think <laughs> we are in the theme and the the this time scale of this movie? Like, you know, oh. so where do you think we are? We must surely this must be near the end. This must be where they they are I might they have to find their ship to get home, right? That's that's surely where we're going next. They're gonna ask for help saying, you know, you help this kid and we need we need you to find it's a girl. Yeah, they're gonna have they're gonna have one last product placement where they're just gonna be like, we need to phone home with Verizon's new <laughs> new plan, new yeah. uh, you know unlimited plan. <laughs> well, yeah. But no, you're right though. We are we are near the end. We are near the end. Okay, all right. Well, um, let's let's just lay some some custard car. Oh well, actually, right. let's let's reveal the um. Max motivation. I should have done that a while ago, but Max motivation. Okay, so Max motivation really was just to yeah to get back to his family. Really, Rob. That oh, okay. Max. Well, let's put the 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 aliens' motivation. Their whole collective motivation. Their collective motivation. So look, this is this is what I re- re- I'll just reveal this now. I guess shall I then? So they were at the start, Rob. We were yeah we weren't on Earth as it's probably obvious at this point, but we weren't on Earth. And at the start, when you said um, they were abducted by an alien ship, I mean that was incorrect in a way, because the ship, the thing they were abducted by, was our own like rover essentially. So that's why oh. I sort of said. So it opens with we in the eighties have somehow been able to send a module to a very distant planet. It's not even me- mentioned what or where this planet is, um, and essentially it lands and is collecting rock samples and it sucks them up accidentally. Because these aliens, all four or five of them, I think it is. So there's mum, dad, sister, and then Max. So I guess, yeah, so there's four of them. On this barren wasteland of a planet, they're not wearing any clothes. They're just skin-coloured, but just like nothing. No, featureless, basically, on their torso and everything else, uh, apart from their massive googly eyes. And, um, yeah, they just get sucked up, uh, which is very convenient that they they basically don't have any bones when they don't need them. Oh, so they're opening the... The mo- the module from their sp- they get it back from this planet and they yes. open it up and that's where they all pop out right yes so it was our little module we sent to collect moon rock samples and then we've come back with these bloody stowaways <laughs> yeah right okay. so so yeah so they don't actually really as far as we're aware Rob they don't even have technology <laughs> they were just wandering around a barren moon rock <laughs> looking for water in the ground using a straw so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so so just you know, use that information. A about McDonald's it. straw. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you know, plastic lasts forever. So, um, so yeah, I'll leave you with that bit of information. Where you you know, in regards to if you were thinking they were very technologically advanced and they want to get back to their own spaceship, kind of thing. So he's alive, and we have you know, uh, soft triumphant music um, begins to build and then sort of fades. And we fade into, we fade into. A sunny day, and we open on a large path leading to a court building as two of the feds race down the path, proclaiming they're going to be late. What are they going to be late for, Rob? Oh, hang on a minute. Are they going to try and become citizens of this planet? <laughs> <laughs> ding, ding. That's correct. Oh they're going to become citizens of not this planet, Rob. Okay, not just this planet. Of the United States of America. <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> the greatest goddamn country on this planet. That's it. The only country on this planet. Everything else <laughs> is just a toy. Uh, not a great movie. So, yes, you're oh. correct, sir. They are going to become citizens. They're going to become full-fledged citizens of the United States of God's America. God's sake. Wow. So, yeah, so the feds are running down this pathway leading to this court building. And they make it just in time. And they run into the room full of people. They take their seats. Everyone else is standing. And uh, this, there's a judge at the front, and he's reading out a pledge of allegiance. And the camera pushes in and moves past the judge. And now the camera is facing back out into the room. And it passes. Well, obviously, it passes our family. And then basically, he just says... Now may I extend warm congratulations. You are now citizens of the United States of America. And so, yeah, so there you go. And they wow. are looking on as the camera sweeps past our family. Mac is in a very garish 1980s, like, kids' T-shirt. Dad is wearing, like, a blue Kennedy-era suit, as is the mum is basically dressed like a 1950s uh, sort of um, Jackie Kennedy kind of thing. And they all rejoice and cheer and applaud as uh, Eric's mom helps wipe the tears from mom alien's eyes. And then, <laughs> then what do you think happens? Um, everyone cheers. <laughs> everyone does cheer. But so do you think, so they're obviously, yeah, so they're not going to get back into their spaceship, are they, Rob? But what they are going to get into, they're going to get into. Car? Oh, what's that, sorry? A VW camper van? It's not a VW camper van, but it is a car. So what happens is she's wiping the tears of the, the, the mom alien's eyes as we fade to the front of a big old 1950s-style pink Cadillac <laughs> as the camera pulls out and we see our alien family in a Kennedy-styled shot. Poor choice of words. Um, parade, <laughs> let's say. A Kennedy-styled uh, uh, parade with Eric, Debbie and Mac in the back as soft 80s ballad music plays. We cut to Mac blowing a bubblegum bubble for some reason, even though he's never done that for this entire movie. Eric pops it. Music still playing. We cut to an aerial shot of the car pulling into the freeway and they crash and the whole thing goes up into a fireball. <laughs> Just kidding, guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> we cut to an aerial shot of the car and then a giant cartoon bubblegum bubble pops up and it says, we'll be back. And then it pops and we roll credits. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh my god, wow. Wow. Yeah. wow. So, how do you feel? I mean, you essentially watched, you basically watched what someone who had watched E.T. explained to like three other people and then, <laughs> then we got this movie, basically. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it got a rocky start with, you know, it basically, you know, thinking, oh my god, they just put random scenes in there and, you know, the whole thing. <laughs> Finding out that Eric was in a wheelchair, I had no idea. It was just that, and then you know they could they missed some opportunities to really make the, you know, some heartfelt moments or some some hijinks in regards to him being in a tree, and then he could have fallen out of the tree and all that, or the um, what was the other bit with um, with uh, oh no, what was it? What was the bit I was thinking of the bit to 
Was it the bit where um, you talk about like where the blaze kind of happened, or I mean, because they did sort of do a heartfelt-ish moment, but it could have been better yeah. actually, couldn't it? it could have yeah, been a bit more. I can't remember. Oh, damn, I've forgotten now. I mean, um, ET so that had heart, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know the whole sucking up into a into an. <laughs> I mean, I guess that could be fun to watch. It's really silly, you know, yeah. a bit silly, but. I mean, it, they they def, didn't sound like they made it very heartwarming. They made it sort of bit just weird, and yeah. they could have made it a bit more. Yeah, you cared a bit more about the character, and obviously, I mean, Mac being he's supposed to be adorable, but it sounds like he doesn't look very adorable. No, he looks pretty scary to be fair. Like yeah. I say, he looks drunk half the time. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and um, I mean, obviously, then having a massive explosion and a kid dying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, fair, but they they brought him back to life. Like, I guess that's a classic sort of thing of like, yeah, there's the character they have to bring back to life. But then all of a sudden, they just went, well, he, he did that, so we're no longer going to pursue him now. We're going to make them United States citizens. Yeah, but, I know, and that was just the weird thing as well. Like, we're not even going to attempt to get them back to where we took them from. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And you know, there was no there was no foreshadowing of that at all. It's not like they wanted that. They didn't say they didn't say anything. They can't speak. No, and no. so that's a bit of a left turn. Um, maybe the, maybe the sequel could be in Vegas or something. I don't know. <laughs> maybe that would that would make sense because they go full American and get you know and end up like you know one of them's a prostitute and uh, <laughs> the other one's Working like the strip a mob boss. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And one of them's just in the stock market, uh, frauding millions of people, and uh, the mum's like Oprah or something yes. on telly. Definitely. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, so. that's the thing. And it, yeah, it was very, it was so kind of like formulaic, I guess, of 80s films with the, yeah, uh, obviously ripping off E.T. But then even having the the older sister just didn't really need to be there at all. Um, Courtney, really. She didn't really do much. Um, and then, yeah, like you could have pretty much gotten away with it without even maybe even having the brother. I mean, he was just there to drive the van, really. Um, in terms of yeah, what, yeah, he just what turned he up was and, there for. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, the mum didn't really have much. She was just the one to sort of another person to deny <clears throat> Eric. Uh, yeah, and the only, like having the bit where you know there was the older brother who'd like who's just interested in girls and not going to listen to his little brother anymore because obviously this. You know, his little brother's just annoying. He's like, you go away, go away. I'm just, you know, I'm trying to get with this girl. And that was the only reason that was in. So it was very, yeah, they just, they stuck people in there just to kind of, well, I don't know. Yeah, to to, to put tropes in, didn't they, really? That was it. Pretty much. And the the product placement stuff is, is pretty kind of famous, I think, for this now. Like, this film is famous for that. It's just very, just... Um, so unashamedly like, yeah it's just so overt it's ridiculous uh, with the fact that they end up basically having a breakdancing scene in McDonald's it's just an ad for McDonald's like there's no attempt to you know make it a generic burger store or anything it's just yeah. so in your face and again with Sears <laughs> and the VW stuff and the Skittles which is basically you know their sort of take of being like well you know E.T. had Reese's Pieces or whatever it was so was it M&M's or Reese's Pieces I can't remember I think yeah I think there was a thing about that though I think I think maybe I think it was maybe M&M's was offered the chance or something and they turned it down and or something weird there was some weird thing with E.T. but yeah it's and yeah there was kind of no 
I don't know really. There was no sort of uh, stakes with the family there. They, you know, they were just kind of wandering the desert whilst Mac was doing his own thing. You know, they, they didn't really have yeah. much of a role, and they only really kept linking back to them for those bits where he was kind of like wistfully calling out. But then they never were able to come and you know come and save him. There was no kind of like right, we're coming to get him kind of thing. They were just found in a in a cave somewhere with a box of scraps um, <laughs> waiting for some Coca-Cola. Yeah. The whole, yeah. yeah the whole thing, you know, he's got there. They, they can only survive. if They drink lots of Coca-Cola. I mean, come on, mm, you know, but that, I guess that's the eighties. They're unashamed. There's yeah. They're not, sh- uh, not shameful about that. Mm. And it's just ultra eighties capitalism of like, you know, someone just give loads of money. If we just have to put their products in and does it, the, the story you know, that, people will buy any shit. They're like, yeah, they'll watch any shit, basically. They didn't care. They're not thinking about the, the audience at all. They're like, yeah, mm. they'll love it. It's a cute, you know, cute little weird alien thing. Yeah. And we can sell toys. And, yeah. you know, we, we basically pay for the movie by letting people well, haul this movie out, basically. Yeah, exactly. We can, uh, yeah, we can put him in Happy Meal toys. That's pretty much it, really, is their their end yeah. goal there. Well, so this movie was actually produced by the same guy who like produced like The Crafty Kid, right? Which is obviously like a pretty iconic '80s film. So you would have thought it would have had a bit more going on for it, but fortunately not. Um, the director, I did sort of look it up. He hasn't really made of anything else a note, uh, to be fair. So. Yeah, and there was actually a sequel, uh, hence the "Will Be Back" thing, but obviously got cancelled because yeah, it was a you know massive flop basically. Oh, so. Right, okay. Oh, Sid's come to say hello again. Oh, hello, Sid. Right, Sid, how you doing, mate? <laughs> Just yeah, checking he'll, up he'll, on you, mate. To see yeah, he is, mate. He's like, you know, what? What's all this commotion? <laughs> yeah. yeah, but um, but yeah, I think uh, it could have been something good, something heartwarming. But I think they just hoard it out too much and just forgot to write a story. Yes, yes, true. That's pretty much it, really. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's a hard one. It's it's kind of like one of those. It's kind of so bad. It's kind of good, or it's it's kind of funny to watch. You can definitely make a drinking game out of the product uh, product placement <laughs> stuff. That's for sure. Yeah, so. yeah, that's, yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, it definitely was more fun to um, discover this movie. Uh, this way <laughs> yeah i think so i think so so, so but yeah, um, but so yeah i think you, a lot Mark. of the actors in this though a lot of the kind of main kid actors from what i could find didn't also really go on to do much else i think even some of them just like retired from acting because they were like well that was my shot so. oh i see oh my god yeah <laughs> yeah scar them for life like the rest of us watching this movie <laughs> kind of so, yeah well, well thank you for watching that one mark that was a good find I, that was it was funny to unravel that one and quite it, all right. it really well had me stumped at the beginning i had no idea but <laughs> yeah. I, I did guess the title though so that's you did cool. you did mate i mean look yeah that's uh it really writes itself really mac and me you know, it's, it says it all. <laughs> you can't really go. You can't really go anywhere from there, can you? Which we now know is a. Oh, I've forgotten actually. What was it? A a mystery alien creature. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Because we can't also- we can't legally say extraterrestrial, so we have to say <laughs> yeah. mysterious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he doesn't love cheese, so is that no. that one? And no, definitely not. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed that, Mark. So thank you for that. And uh, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome, uh, everyone. Yes, if you you know, and I think you know, if people want to watch it, where can they find? Where can they watch this, Mark? 
It's available on Amazon Prime, of course. Oh, know, old fantastic. Bezos and his back catalogue of Tat. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, there you go. Cool. Well, check it out on Amazon Prime. And, uh, yeah, ch- well, thanks for listening. And I hope next week I can find something equally as terrible. Yes, yeah. And, um, well, we'll have to see if we're going to we gonna continue with this theme or we might change it up. Who knows? We'll, uh, oh, yeah, that's we'll, a good point, actually. We'll... we'll uh, <laughs> We'll we'll know no you'll know when we know there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah we'll figure it out and then we'll surprise you with whatever hilarity, hilarity we can find next exactly right alrighty well it's that time again mate um you know brush off your popcorn and uh, let's get out of here because um I didn't actually get tickets for this one we just snuck in so oh shit we better go mate they yeah. they're onto us they're onto us go that's it Ugh. bye see ya.